Now listen up. The men we're after are professional runners. They like speed and guaranteed to go down the hardest possible way. So make sure you've got your underwear on. We find them. We take them as a team and we bring them back. And above all else, we don't ever, ever let them get in the cars. Yesterday, uh, this is uh, again recorded on Sunday mornings, and uh, yesterday Saturday uh, was uh, our longtime listener Sarah uh, is marrying my brother-in-law Josh, and uh, it was their joint bachelor bachelorette party, and so we were doing that. Like the, it started off in the afternoon, and then we split off. The girls did their thing, the guys did their thing, and uh, I say that to uh, start off by saying that. Josh, uh, my brother-in-law, who I hung out with last night, was a, a complete angel. He didn't even—he he just drank water the whole night. Uh, Sarah listens to the show, so that's exactly what happened. All right, uh, <laughs> nothing bad. Uh, but um, before that, at the at the house we were at with the joint party, um, there were like, candy packages on the counter, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go check out that candy." And somebody had bought a whole bunch of the like weird flavors from Japan of Kit Kats, because the Japanese love Kit Kats so much that they have like tons of crazy flavors. And so mm-hmm. yesterday, I got to try strawberry and grape Kit Kats. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> you ever had anything like this before? You ever seen these like packages? No, I've <laughs> sorry. I've been uh, living a whole week with uh, that weird voice. Uh, no, I've never, never had any of those. I, I've heard they've got crazy flavors, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's exciting. They that's had, exciting to me. They had some that were like uh, some sort of like weird like teas and stuff, um, like a green tea thing or whatever. There, um, yeah. some like I, I was like, I'm not gonna try that. I don't like tea anyway. But I was like, I'll try the strawberry. Like that's usually like a good kind of like chocolate flavor, you know? Sure. It was very interesting. It was very good. It was almost like. Uh, uh, Amanda uh, said it tasted almost like strawberry Kool-Aid, like the powder, like like really kind of like sharp. Um, and there's almost like little crystals in there. Um, so it tasted like really fresh strawberry, even though it was like an artificial flavor. It was really good. And then she actually saw the grape, and she usually hates grape things because it makes her think of like uh, Dimetap, grape medicine. And, oh, yeah. uh, but she pointed it out, and I was like, yeah, I don't need to try that. And then she opened it, so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll try it. And uh, surprisingly really good. We both liked it. Super weird. Um, oh, I wouldn't crazy. like buy them all the time. Like I, I think it's it's kind of fascinating that so many people uh, in that country love like Kit Kat so much, um, and that it's like all these different flavors and stuff. But surprisingly good. It also kind of had like a really bright, uh, almost like sour crystal kind of taste to it uh, with the grape. Hmm. But uh, yeah, interesting though. I was I was pre- pleasantly surprised. Were they purple in color? Yeah, they were like uh, the actual. Ones were kind of like lavender, I guess, kind of like a light purple, um, and the okay. strawberry ones were like a, a light pink, um, mm. and they had like little specks in them of like what I'm talking about. This like weird like crystal, that kind of it was almost like a sour candy, but it wasn't like too sour. Uh, yeah, kind of mixed in there or whatever. So it made it kind wow. of interesting. Yeah, I would have loved to have tried the strawberry uh, Kit Kats just on. Like the idea in my head is that it tastes like strawberry quick. 
oh, which yeah. I loved as a okay, child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I, I would probably would have been disappointed if it was not that exact <laughs> that exact thing. It's hard. I don't. I never really drank strawberry quick that much, but I did have it a little bit as a kid, and I'm trying to remember that flavor. But um, I would say that you would probably be like pleasantly surprised as well because it might be similar to that, but also it's very. Uh, it was a very like good flavor. I was surprised. Uh, I think a lot of you know, it's weird, like, a, at least American candy, there's some flavors that it's, like, it's good, but it's, like, clearly ar- the artificial version of whatever, like, like watermelon. It's, like, yeah, it tastes like watermelon, but it tastes like watermelon candy. Like, it tastes like the artificial yeah. version of that. Or strawberry as well. Like, that happens a lot with any kind of, like, uh, not actual strawberries in, in any kind of product or whatever. Uh, but these were, like, better than anything I've, I think I've ever had in terms of, uh, like, candy and stuff like that, that it was actually, like, a good flavor. Uh, yeah, but it was just so interesting. I I was like, yeah, they might be okay, and I was like, these are like they really put a lot of effort <laughs> into right. making these good, <laughs> way more than we do here. It was kind of interesting. Yeah. So, but it was cool. It's yeah. like I, I imagine it was like a white chocolate that it was mixed with, so it's it still has like a little bit of that chocolate, and then it has you know the, the Kit Kat wafer inside and everything. But it all it all worked. It was good. I was surprised. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, I I do want to say, uh, even though I've I've got beef with Josh from his uh, mm, sure. His uh, critical, critical um, <laughs> analysis of pop culture combat. Uh, mm-hmm. I do want to say congratulations to Sarah. <laughs> You're like, sorry about marrying Josh. Obviously, he's too critical look, of the show. Look, I, I respect the hell out of Sarah. Yep. I've never met her, but uh, I do. I do. I, I do think she's got a good head on her shoulders, mm-hmm. and I'm sure she's making the right decision for her. Yeah. Not necessarily uh, anything that is beneficial for me, yeah. but, you know, what can you do? What can you do? Hey, you know, I think uh, I think they'll be happy and uh, it should be mm-hmm. good. So, yeah, congratulations, Sarah. And for me, correct. Congratulations, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to mention that real quick. And uh, sure. other than that, though, I think we're just, we should just be doing it. So we, we're doing it. Hell yeah. All right. I'm Steven the Fast Fisher. I'm Brent the Hobbs Hibbard. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Uh, Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where uh, today we are very excited to talk about Fast Five 2011. That's when that came out. So. Hell yeah. The number is in the title. Yeah. (laughs) Fourth movie in the canon. (laughs) I love how you clarify that each time because uh, Mm -hmm. it's a very weird timeline. It is. Very, very much so. They they had forethought up to a point. Yeah. And by forethought, I don't mean five thought. Hey. Because, again, <laughs> the, the number's out of whack here. Out of whack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have to say, I was thinking about this before the show, that um, uh, we'll get in, obviously, into it later on, but um, Han is back in this movie, uh, who yes. we mentioned was uh, our favorite part of Tokyo Drift. And then I was very excited to see him show up in the beginning of... Fast and Furious, the fourth movie, third in the canon. And Thank then you. when he showed up in this one, I was pleasantly surprised. And I liked um, basically the, because uh, that was all the same director, Justin Lin, right? From like three to yes. through five. Did he do the sixth one as well? Do you remember? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't okay. I, I think maybe so. I think he did. It seems like he might have, but. Yeah, he did like a, a few of them in a row. So yeah, yeah I think so. Maybe. So at least at least these three though. But uh, I love that that basically he and the studio and everybody involved were like, man, three 
you know, we're gonna we're gonna change it back for four and go back to the original cast and kind of change the direction of this thing. But Han was really great, so let's just fuck up everything with the timeline and bring him <laughs> back all the time. And the, yeah. the fact that they actually went through with that, I'm like, I applaud that. That's that's yeah. some balls. You know, that's cool. So it's one of the best choices they've made in this franchise yeah. is to to bring him back. Yeah, it's worth it. He's worth it. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, for the storyline and everything like that. And they keep mentioning Tokyo in these things. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I don't I don't even care that it's all out of whack, man. Go for it because he's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. All right. Yeah. So before we talk about the movie, you do have some stuff that you wanted to talk about. Yes. Uh, that happened in uh, this past week. So uh, let's let's get into that. So. After uh, last week, you, we did Captain Marvel, and I was a little so-so on it. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, I, I was thinking we didn't rate it, really, but I was I was thinking it was like a 7 to me. Um, and I thought that kind of fit. I was pretty sure um, that, like, uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, was, was like, a, in the 70s on Rotten Tomatoes. And I looked that up, and Captain Marvel right now has a 79, and Captain America had an 80. So they're really close, and that's the the closest one that I thought um, that I had said last week. You know that it was when I first saw Captain America: The First Avenger. It was it was pretty good, but I didn't love it, and it's grown on me over time. And I imagine Captain Marvel did the same thing. So they're about even. But um, uh, I w- I wanted to go see it again. I, I hadn't stopped thinking about it, which is a good sign with a lot of these kind of movies when I'm kind of on the fence about my feelings. And um, I really wanted to go back. So I, I finished school this week that I you know I've talked about. And to reward myself, I uh, I had Friday off, so I was like, I'm going to go see Captain Marvel in 3D um, oh. in the middle of the day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit too, but I, I really wanted to see it again and kind of gauge my, my new thoughts on it, because um, I, I figured a, one rewatch alone, but also multiple rewatches you know, over time, I would like it a lot more. So I am uh, happy to report that I did like it a lot more. Um, okay. I, I, I don't think that I still love it, but... Um, and I still think like a seven for me is a good rating for it. Seven out of 10, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's like a higher seven. It's close to an eight. Um, like maybe if I had said like 75%, it's like, it is like a 79. I think that's pretty accurate from my take on it. Uh, yeah. but I wrote some notes down because, uh, I had a few questions for you and then, uh, some things I kind of pinpointed of what I liked or didn't like. Um, some things were like finally hit me that they were really good and then some things i was okay. like oh that's really what i was i was trying to communicate or i couldn't communicate that i didn't like so uh for sure. one the the score i thought was kind of lackluster the first time and i still kind of think that it's, it's just kind of a generic marvel score and some of them are but some of them are yeah. really good and i felt like this one is more of one of like the throwaway ones like the thors like sometimes they're good but Sometimes mm-hmm. they're just like, okay. Uh, Doctor was, Strange, was, too. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, I, I can't even mm-hmm. like listen to it in my head right now. But like the Avengers yeah. theme, obviously they played a lot, but the Avengers theme is like fucking great. And that whole score is great. Uh, mm-hmm. The Captain America movies, I think the scores are really great. Um, they have really good themes and stuff. So this one, though, was better. I, I, I noticed a few parts that I really liked during the movie. So that's a, an improvement. And I also thought the music was a little bit better. The first time I thought, like, it's similar to, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, the way that they play with, you know, past hits, essentially. But um, I think what it was for me is, like, Guardians of the Galaxy was an era and a lot of songs that I didn't know uh, as well. And so it was, there were more subtle or interesting choices. And in this one, they were so on the nose, but also I was like, I'm a kid of the 90s, so they all are familiar to me so maybe that was just like me recognizing more of it and it felt too on the nose because i know them so well so watching it again i was like i pretty much loved all the choices they had 
Um, so okay, that, that was, cool. those were better. Um, that two things or three things, I guess that I pinpointed, I didn't like, um, I really didn't care for Jude law in this role. Um, I generally like him and I know that Marvel movies have a lot of famous people in them, but, uh, for one, I, I think he's a, a pretty one dimensional character. I don't really get a lot of his motivations, um, in the movie, uh, for why he mm-hmm. makes the choices he does or like anything with his background really, like we don't really know anything about him. And yeah. It was almost distracting that I was like, it's just Jude Law the whole time. Like, I kept thinking that this time. Uh, yeah. So that was my things. And then also Annette Benning, sort of the same way. I just feel like she didn't have a lot to do. Um, she's in, a, you know, a, only a few scenes as, like, Marvell or, or her, uh, I can't remember her actual, like, human name that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, she mostly plays as, like, the, the Captain Marvel's, you know, her vision, uh, Carol, Carol's vision of uh, the Supreme Intelligence. And... It's just like okay, and again, it was just it just felt like it's a net bending or whatever, and I just couldn't really get into it that much, and uh, that kind of leads into my third thing is I, I, I didn't really care that much for the and I was curious about this is one of my questions for you what you thought of it the um, basically the design the production design of the Supreme Intelligence it's just like that mm-hmm. huge cavernous room with like weird uh like liquidy morphing things that like show her like tables or whatever kind of like form whatever and i just thought it was kind of like a a generic sci-fi looking thing it just didn't inspire me that Mm -hmm. much um so i I don't remember if i'd asked you that before though what do you think of like how the supreme intelligence or or maybe too like i don't know if that's a comic book thing or how that you know compares or whatever but what do you think about that well as we discussed on the last episode uh the supreme intelligence in the comics is a giant green potato head with that's right. tentacle dicks coming off of it. That's right. Uh, and uh, that's what I wanted to see. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we didn't, didn't necessarily see that. Uh, I'm trying to, to not be spoilery here, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like the, the the backgrounds, I mean, they were fine. Like they, they were just yeah. kind of a place to have that confrontation set, I guess. So I, I don't know. It, it didn't really bother me but mm-hmm. yeah I, I totally get what you're saying about it okay. being you know generic and and just uh kind of like um almost like a, a temporary uh yeah sci-fi element to throw in there until they come up with a better design and it's like oh shit we uh, this movie comes out when yeah. all right <laughs> we'll keep it <laughs> yeah like well, I, I, I think it i think it looks good for what it is but yeah it's not uh uh massively imaginative yeah but you know it's yeah, I, I think that's fine. It's it, it, it's fine, and I, I it won't bother me over time because I'll just get used mm-hmm. to it. But um, it right. just didn't seem that inspired of a choice. Mm-hmm. It, it does yeah. feel kind of like a, a temporary thing they just kind of went with to yeah. me. So, uh, which is fine. Um, so, uh, speaking of the songs, like I did earlier, um, mm-hmm. the I, I had loved the use of the song "I'm Just a Girl" in that fight scene, but mm-hmm. um, I thought that fight scene was a little. Um, like a little just like kind of fine it was i don't remember like a whole lot of greatness to it i guess but re-watching it i loved that fight scene um, oh cool i focused more on it's it's so fun to watch her because it's the first time she really has full use of her powers and it's mm-hmm. basically her fighting her old Kree team and she's like falling all over the place when she uses her powers because she like can't control it she and then she just gets like excited that she's like fuck yeah but like it's fun to kind of watch her. It's, it's a very good version of the superhero, like learning to use their powers for the first time type of thing. Like a, almost like mm-hmm. a montage, but it's like one fight. And it was like really inventive, I thought. So that one was much better. Um, yeah. The second go around. 
And then that led into, like, right after that is uh, she kind of learns to use her powers in that scene. And then a little bit later is whenever uh, Ronan the Accuser shows up and they're going to try to bomb Earth. And she flies up there and turns the bombs around. And then they send all their ships out and all that shit. And she's, like, fighting all that stuff. And the first time I saw it, I was, like, she's flying around space. And I was like, it's cool. But, like, I, I didn't really, like, get inspired by it. I didn't get chills from it. This time mm-hmm. I got fucking chills from that shit. Which oh, is nice. okay. really cool since I already knew what happens, you know. Yeah. Um, but that there's a moment where she, uh, well, we're going to have to put a spoiler tag on this little section, yeah. but there's a moment yeah. where she, uh, she's like flying around. They're trying to like shoot her with all these ships and stuff and she's blowing them all, all, all to hell in space. And she kind of throws her arms and legs out in like a star pattern and just like goes through one and blows it up. And she's like, woo. And I like <laughs> on my whole body, like got chills, I uh, just shivered all the way down. And it was like, awesome. I, I okay. really felt the like joy and the power of her. Like it really like. I don't know. It was just really good. Um, it really came. It finally the clicked with you. It finally clicked. Yeah. So okay. that stuff was much better. I thought that was really cool. Um, the 3D was uh, pretty pretty cool. I haven't seen a 3D movie in a little bit, but um, it because you haven't been allowed to legally. <laughs> they had your poster posted. That's up. right. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah I just snuck in and uh, mm-hmm. did it and uh, it was pretty cool. Um, some of my uh, some scenes were just okay. Some were really great. Uh, my favorite scenes actually were the like quieter scenes, like when she goes to visit her her friend Rambo. Um, they looked the best, where it was just like kind of just life instead of the like action mm-hmm. scenes were some of my favorite like three D looking ones. Uh, and yeah. then some of the action ones were really cool. That that stuff in space, or anytime they're flying amongst the clouds, looked fucking rad. They did a really good job yeah. with the conversion on it, and uh, it really kind of sold the. Um, like they, they did a really good job of like the three dimensional use of space uh, for like camera techniques and stuff by shooting them that way. And uh, there's just something about like space battles and like aerial dogfights and stuff like that. They just really work for that medium, I think, uh, if you're going to mm-hmm. do 3D. And these really, they did a really good job. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and then also, I don't remember if we had mentioned it last week, but I love, uh, I've been really fascinated lately when I've been watching like the Captain uh, America movies and the Marvel uh, or the Avengers movies about the the stylized end credits that they do all the time, uh, yeah. especially in the later movies. I feel um, I just really love the different things that they do with those. And this one was really cool. It's kind of like scenes from the movie, but it's like um, almost like splatter paint or like they use like different. It's almost like glittery star field type looking things. And it was really cool when I first saw it, but in 3D it looks fucking rad because it's just like digital designs. So it's they, I, they can film it essentially in the, in the computer that way and that stuff looked great i was just like in awe when I'm just sitting there in the theater with a big smile on my face during the like, stylized credits because i just really awesome. like you know the graphic design of it essentially it was just really cool yeah um so that was really neat uh so i do have a question though okay After having seen it twice now um I, i'm really confused by this and maybe there's something big in the movie i missed but um the scrolls you know, they have mm-hmm. uh, that main team that's, you think of the bad guys uh, that she's, like, following around on Earth and stuff, and they're trying to get to Annette Benning and get her her power and stuff. And then uh, Captain Marvel's trying to, to find her and get her, they you know, protect her or whatever. You find out the skulls, the scrolls are actually, like, you know, being hunted, essentially. They're kind of the good guys. And they, mm-hmm. they find her ship in space, Marvel's ship that she has up there with the, the Tesseract in it. And... They get there, and the main guy, I can't remember his name, the, the main scroll, um, 
he Talos Talos yeah he mm-hmm. like makes that noise and a bunch of the scrolls come out and like his wife and child are there but I how are they there why why were they on earth or why are they in earth orbit uh, and she says to him like he seems sort of to know that they're there but sort of not and she's like we couldn't send a signal she told us not to trust anybody and not to send a signal or the the Kree would find us but I don't remember, like, where's the connection there? Why are the scrolls even there, I guess? You know, I don't know. I did not uh, did not even connect those dots. But yeah. uh, let's say... Hmm, <laughs> let's see. So at least it wasn't something I missed in the movie. Like, I was like, maybe there's an explanation for this, but I don't know where that connection was made, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, it would be one thing if they were just hiding out on Earth somewhere mm-hmm. and remaining hidden or had uh, integrated themselves into our society. But, yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't know how they found an invisible space station that they were hiding yeah. on. I don't know. And it's I think that kind of leads into my, my initial thoughts of the movie where. Uh, you know, it doesn't. Ex- I, I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's like an origin story, but it's like. She's a, she has, like, amnesia, and she's trying to figure it out, but we already kind of know some things as the audience just because of the yeah. comics or, like, in general. Like, we know she's from Earth, and we know her name is Carol Danvers, like, kind of going into it. Like, at least, you know, you and I do. Um, right. And then I, I don't know that we got enough. I, I feel like, to me, I didn't get enough explanation of things um, of, like, why like why did Marvell change her thoughts on the mm-hmm. war? How did she find the scrolls? Why did she change her mind? And I don't know that we got enough of that. Maybe that'll fill in later, but I, I doubt it. I feel like we kind of got this story and we'll they'll move on, you know, from there. Um, mm-hmm. And that's fine. I just that I was looking for a little more explanation for things, I guess. Uh, yeah. For, for why, like I was kind of in the movie whenever she first kind of like goes along with why the scrolls are actually the good guys. Um, the second time that was a little bit better too, a little bit better explained, or I, I accepted it more that she kind of realized she had that they, they listened to the black box from her crash and found out some more things. Um, mm-hmm. and that like, uh, Jude Law's character was kind of there and, uh, had killed Marvell and everything. So, um, that kind of led into a little bit, but I still was kind of questioning like, why would Captain Marvel just believe the scrolls essentially and be on their yeah. side, except for they, they just act like nice guys after that you know and the same thing with like Annette Benning's character I don't know why she just like went with it so and how she met them and how they got on her ship and stuff I just feel like it's kind of up in the air just kind of sitting there so yeah I need to take to the internets see if anybody's talked about that I guess <laughs> um, and then uh, last thing um, I I'd thought about this the first time and then I, I was pretty sure uh, I was, I was going to watch for it for the second time but uh, she and uh, Nick and Fury have a conversation in the kitchen uh, at the end about Marvel's name because he kept he keeps calling her Marvel and mm-hmm. she keeps me like no it's two words it's like Marvel and I thought that was going to lead into her being called Captain Marvel but they never say that in this movie nope right uh, <laughs> I yeah. was expecting that and I don't need it uh, I actually think it probably is better that they didn't. Um, but I'm also like, when, when are they going to do that then? Is that going to be an end game? <laughs> like, when, when is she going to get that name? And I thought that was an interesting choice. They didn't just kind of go ahead and shove that in there somewhere. So, Yeah, yeah. They, uh, I, I feel like they've done that with another MCU character before. 
Mm-hmm. Like we just know their name because of the the title of yeah. the movie. Um, I, I can't think of it right now. I know, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it, it's almost like the Hulk. Like mm-hmm. we just know him as the Hulk. He's I I don't know if he like gave himself that name in the in the films or mm-hmm. where that comes from. It's, but I like the media refers to him as the Hulk. So I wonder if he was watching TV one day. He's like, oh. I'm Hulk now. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, because uh, I kind of ignore the Incredible Hulk movie in the canon, yeah. you know? Um, mm-hmm. And later on, when Mark Ruffalo was in that role, like in the Avengers, he always calls it the other guy, and they yeah. don't mention it. So that kind of works. Um, so yeah, I could go with it, that kind of theory on it. Uh, but I thought it was interesting, I guess, and I, I was trying to pay attention to it to make sure, like, they didn't they didn't call her that ever, right? And they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, there was a... Uh, Overall, though, I, I liked it a lot more, and uh, I think, again, the more I watch it, the more I'll, I'll be like, yeah, this is cool. Um, I, we're going to talk about in a second the, uh, the trailer, the new trailer for Avengers Endgame, and mm-hmm. uh, she does make an appearance in that, and it made me really stoked to watch that, and I, I think she's mm-hmm. going to be great in it, and I'm super pumped for that, and I think that will also help my thinking about this movie once I see that in a month, which is great. So, <laughs> Well, uh, before we talk about the Endgame trailer, I know sure. it's not on the script, but I do want to mention the excellent news that James Gunn is back to yes. directing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We never really talked about it on our show because of like the timing that it came out, and we didn't have all the full details. And the mm. last thing I wanted to do was say, uh, it's not right that he's you know taken off this film, uh, and then like the time between... We say that, and the show releases. Yeah. We find out some like horrible shit. But, um, but I mean, long story short, he was fired over some tweets that he had put out there well before he directed the first Guardians movie, mm-hmm. and he had ar- already apologized for it. But some uh, proud boys on the internet dug mm-hmm. it up and uh, put it back out there, and led to Disney firing him. But you know, kind of long story short, he went over to Warner Brothers, is directing Suicide Squad two, which is supposed to come out in 2021, and is back on Guardians 3, which is excellent because um, even though I, I certainly would have watched a third Guardians movie regardless of who was directing it, um, unless it was, uh, uh, man, what's his name? With the uh, with the pencil-thin mustache. <laughs> John Waters. <laughs> John Waters, yeah. That would be amazing, one, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I'd have, I'd have to sit that one out. I'd be like, nah, that's not Hatchet for me. Hatchet face, bring her back. Hat- <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, Wow. And she's yeah. that actress has passed away in real life. So like, what if they they did a uh, <laughs> one of those things with uh, 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 Grandma Flarkin uh, yeah. from uh, St- uh, Star Trek Wars? Uh, they they bring her back. Uh, hate full, mail full at, digitally. Uh, br- yeah, they're like we spent a lot of money to make her look this bad on film again. <laughs> uh, make you rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. So James Gunn is back, super cool news, and um, I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to him completing his his vision for it. Yeah. And who knows, he may go on to direct like a fourth movie or whatever. But it seems like a trilogy is a yeah. a good stopping point. It seems like a full story that way. Even though, like in the middle of the trilogy, we'll have uh, Infinity War and, and Endgame in there mm-hmm. with some of those characters. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that whenever it it comes out. Yeah, that was great news. I actually had uh, I was in the Captain Marvel uh, theater whenever you and my brother Danny both texted that news when I got out I, I saw two texts that he was rehired and I was like fuck yes that was 
awesome yeah. news. Um, I had just been thinking about it because I heard a little bit more news about his casting choices or character choices, I guess, for Suicide Squad 2. It seemed like they were pretty much keeping uh, Harley Quinn and Deadshot and recasting Deadshot as, instead of Will Smith, it was going to be uh, Idris Elba, I think, Yeah, is taking mm-hmm. over that role. And then they were like, yeah, he's just bringing in a new people. And I was, I told, I texted you that I was actually a little bit excited about uh, Suicide Squad 2 because he was directing it. And I figured he was basically going to do a reboot, essentially, of that series. And like, I could just ignore the first one and he would do his own thing. And it's also yeah. kind of like a weird ragtag group of, of characters. And if we weren't getting his Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I was like, I'll be excited for this. This sounds good. And I still yeah. kind of am, but... I'm just a lot more excited that he actually gets to, like you said, complete his vision for Guardians. Yeah. And uh, I'm just glad that they... It's so crazy that they actually reversed their decision and rehired him. But I, mm-hmm. I, I honestly think, like, whoever... They, they were going with his script, so that really would have helped. But whoever they got to direct that, they would rewrite some things. They would be their own choices. And I don't think it would ever live up to his vision. I think he really needs to be in the chair for that one. And it would have been always a little... Like meh, you know. I don't. I don't know that it could mm-hmm. have ever have been as good as the other two. Um, certainly not better. And uh, so yeah, just great news all around. Um, like you said, because he had made these comments years ago for basically they weren't funny. He was just trying to like stir up trouble or whatever, you know, just like controversy and stuff. And he apologized yeah. for them before, and it just seemed like such a weird decision at the time. Like after mm-hmm. all those years that they would just cave and, and fire him. And uh, so yeah, just a crazy course of events but i'm really glad that they turned it around and bringing it back so very well absolutely absolutely also welcome news was that new in-game trailer that dropped surprise drop yeah this week and uh it's kind of weird that they dropped it the week after captain marvel comes out Mm -hmm. normally they they will do that before like the week before one of their releases and then that trailer is shown in front of whatever movie that is um or sometimes, and I've noticed this, they will drop a trailer like the week of a DC movie coming out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's just like a coincidence, <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, right. Marvel and DC have a, a pretty good history of ribbing each other. But um, yeah, so on this this trailer, we get uh, some more new footage, but we also have some footage from uh, movies in the past. We've got sure. Iron Man, Thor and uh, Captain America, of course, um, going back to some of the origins of those characters. Um, and, uh, yeah, we also have some additional footage, like you said, of Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. um, in this trailer and, uh, Thor summons his hammer right by her. She doesn't flinch. Yeah. Gives a little bit of a smile and Thor dressed as a vagrant is like, <laughs> I, li- I like this one. I thought he was a hipster. Uh, he didn't have enough, uh, mustache gel, like mm, kind of curling okay. up That's true. His, his mustache and he didn't have, uh, just black frames with no lenses in there yeah. <laughs> and, uh, was not currently holding a Pabst blue ribbon. So that, that's the only reason I went with Vagrant. That's true. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was funny. I showed Amanda, my wife, the trailer and, uh, the whole, like we had, um, I, right before that I watched a trailer of Captain America or Captain Marvel because I wanted to see what the trailers were like again after I had seen the movie. So we watched one of those. Yeah. I turned on the in-game trailer and it got, cause it's like right at the end, it's the last scene that you see her in the trailer for Endgame. And Amanda was like, where's Captain Marvel? Like, that's all she cares about. She fucking loved that movie <laughs> and she loves that character now. So that's she was awesome. like, where is she? And I was like, hold. And then she shows up and she was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was glad, uh, uh, Danny, again, my brother had, uh, had texted me that that trailer was out and he watched it and I was like, you know, I really, I really want to hold out for the movie. I, I don't need any more. I really don't want to watch it. 
but it's always tough. And uh, so I told him that, and I was like, I'll probably be texting you within the hour that I've seen it. I texted you, <laughs> and you were like, oh, I watched it right away. You ran yeah, that morning. Watching and you, the fuck yeah. out of it, yeah. <laughs> but you both had said, uh, I believe, um, you know, it didn't show a lot. Danny was like, it's, it's not really spoilery at all. Uh, they really kind of kept it as a teaser. And so I was like, all right, if they both watched it, I'm, I'm definitely watching it. So I texted Danny within like 15 minutes instead of an hour <laughs> that I had seen it. Uh, which he, he read me about that I, uh, I caved so soon, but, uh, it was good. I liked it because it showed a little bit of new footage, but really like mm-hmm. not a lot and not a lot of like new story. Like they're really keeping this stuff under wraps. And mm-hmm. I think you had even texted like, who knows, like Marvel's does these trailers and like whole scenes are like not in, you know, like whole groups of, of shots are not in the movies. So we don't even yep. know what'll show up, but there's a lot of speculation I've seen online about some of the shots, but overall if, if you're just watching it as it is there's not a whole lot that they're telling you it just kind of pumps you up i thought it was really well cut with the uh like you said the bringing in the old movies and stuff in there and kind of just mm-hmm. showing their story and like this is the culmination of this like 22 movies and fucking what is it 11 years now or yeah yeah 2008 right? yeah. Uh, yeah so it just mm-hmm. showing all of that stuff that came before and uh, leading up to this this end game so yeah i thought it was really well cut and really well done and the way they use Alan Silvestri's Avengers theme, like throughout mm. it, like there are hints of it. It, it doesn't yeah. like go full on into the main theme itself until like the very end of the trailer, yeah. I believe. But there are little nuggets, and it takes you on that journey and just gets you up to yeah. the top of the roller coaster. <laughs> and then you find out there's a little bit more track that you got to keep going up. And it's just, I just love that score so much. I know, like, it's so good. It was so subtle. The first time I saw the Avengers movie, it didn't really stick with me. Mm-hmm. But after seeing it a couple of times, like, man, I just love that yeah. theme. Uh, it's just so good. It's perfect. Um, I've been listening to a lot of those Marvel scores lately. And uh, in particular, I've been finding out, like, uh, I, I like movie scores and listening to different composers and stuff. But uh, he is one of my favorites. And I've realized, like, other movies that I like, there's, like, certain themes that he plays with. Mm-hmm that kind of you can kind of hear it in other movies and it's it's fun though it's like little like connecting dots of his style but i think he really knocked it out of the park with the avengers theme and like you said like it has really just like stuck with you know anybody over the years and uh they kind of tweak it for these movies a little bit like with the like percussion percussion and stuff behind it and how they kind of play with that and this one it was just like another like little tweaks that was just like fuck yeah like it just it's so fucking epic you yeah. really like get that vibe directly from it that uh it's like a hero vibe that comes directly from the music you know yeah it's like great. every time i hear it it gives me goosebumps like yeah. i'm thinking about it right now and i've got them on my arm <laughs> awesome, it's just yeah. man i i just love it. it it's like perfect yeah i don't know what it is about it i don't know if it's like the the brass and the strings and, and everything but it's yeah. just I, it's so good it's awesome yeah i'm right there with you it's so good yeah so yeah trailer awesome. was awesome music was awesome super pumped mm-hmm. for this so glad we don't have to wait longer than a month to get there. Yeah. And uh, man, I, re- I, I haven't bought my seats yet. I'm like, I'm excited now. I need to go buy my seats <laughs> right now. And, uh, <laughs> I need to prepare, I prepare for it. Yeah. It's it's stressful, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. am I going to be able to see this movie? Like, yeah. everyone's all, we're all going to take that collective day off and just go yeah. and watch this movie nobody's going to be manning the the uh concession stand yeah like right. all, oh, all dude, the employees awesome. of the theater are going to be in there as well just you know watching it together standing as a, as a planet yeah yeah man yeah big event I, I i know that they'll show like so many different showings at one time but this is like a bigger event in movie history which we don't necessarily talk about we talk about this 
kind of cinematic universe being, you know, pretty inventive and, and different uh, and new uh, when they first created it and stuff. But it's such a sprawling epic of movies, and we've never had something like this, like 22 movies, a culmination of all of those storylines, you know, interweaving and coming together and all this stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. it'd be quite interesting to see, like, how many, like, tentpole movies, you know, they, they usually throw a lot of theaters at them, um, a lot of different, like, screening rooms to make sure they accommodate everybody. But I wonder how many they'll have to, like, accommodate. Like, what other movies are going to try to you know, go against this one coming out, right? Like everybody's going to be there. It's going to be awesome. So super stoked. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Next month. Stay tuned. I don't think we'll talk about it on the show, but you know, if you want to go see it, yeah, yeah. listener, feel free. Yeah. I'm feeling right right now too. Like you said, like kind of preparing to get there. I feel like I can't die between now and then. (laughs) So I don't want to leave my house. Like I'm I'm imagining like a final destination scenario where I'm like locking everything up. Like yeah. nothing can, can get to me. I'm going to put like oven mitts on and like wrap myself in bubble wrap so that nothing uh-huh. can electrocute me or stab me or whatever. Like I really need to get there. You won't bathe. You won't brush yep. your teeth just in Can't case there's it. like a, you slip and fall or yep. there's a choking hazard. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Could you imagine Stephen died before he got to see a uh, end game? How he swallowed his toothbrush. I, I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was, was, out it was really him. strange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, obviously super pumped to see that. Very excited. Definitely. Well, yeah. speaking of Avengers, shall we talk about issue 15 of the Avengers comic series from Marvel Comics? Absolutely. Let's do it. Awesome. So this one, or this chapter is titled The Battle for the Throne of the Damned, which is an excellent metal album title. Oh, so yeah, totally. Artists, get out there. Yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> Please. Uh, written by Jason Aaron with line art by David Marquez. Uh, color art this time only by Eric Arsenega and lettering by uh, Clayton Cowles instead of the uh, previous uh, Corey Pettit. Uh, I'm sure you noticed a massive difference on that. Statement. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, it's not something that most people uh, pay attention to. And uh, usually in the case of another letters letterer stepping in, I believe they uh, used like the same fonts as the, the previous mm. one just to keep things consistent. But. All of it's well done. Um, on uh, on this one, we kind of pick up where the last issue, um, I was going to say left off, but uh, yeah, I, th- I guess that's accurate, right? Yeah. Why did I do that, Stephen? Why do oh. I do these things? <laughs> I say something and then I like back backtrack on it. Hmm. I'm not in your brain. I don't know, man. I feel like I've made some odd life choices. Uh, <laughs> well, that's true. And uh, we'll we continue to do so. <laughs> we all have. So uh, on uh, on the first page we've got the uh, the Shadow Colonel uh, punching blade or do we I don't know do you think so do you think that's what that is I guess so yeah so anyway wishy washy <laughs> um, but yeah so it picked up at the battle at Avengers Mountain and mm-hmm. um, we've got uh, like I said the Shadow Colonel uh, attacking blade Captain Marvel tries to step in the uh, the dog whose name I believe is Sarge from what I was gathering mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. this um, attacks. Captain America and, and some of the others, and they end up uh, escaping uh, because of uh, the new, um, like, possessed version of Robbie Reyes' Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. He uh, takes the the Shadow Colonel and Sarge and uh, drives off with them. And there's an excellent panel of them driving off from Avengers Mountain where Sarge, the skull-faced dog, has its head <laughs> hanging out, out of I the car. I that's awesome. 
Uh, very inspired. Yeah. Uh, excellent, ex- excellent work by uh, David Marquez there. Yeah. And um, yeah, so the Avengers have to <laughs> track them down. Uh, luckily, uh, King T'Challa has a way to track down Hellfire, and uh, that plays up later in the the issue. We also have Tony Stark going to uh, Russia to interrogate Dracula, who has been captured by the um, uh, the Russian Avengers. Mm-hmm. What are they called? The uh, Winter the Guard? Winter Guard, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Tony Stark is talking to them. Dracula ends up somehow staging a prison break uh, at the facility he's being held. Um, he doesn't himself escape, but uh, there's just a massive riot there. Iron Man and the Crimson Dynamo, who is the Russian version of Iron Man, have to team up and take down these characters. Uh, Tony had to use like a stealth version of his armor to break in there, so when he shows up, uh, that pisses off the Winter Guard, and later in the issue, uh, Crimson Dynamo just punches the shit right out of Tony Stark. Yeah, and, uh, it's good. Uh, yeah, it was he, it was pretty badass. He does he does a gut punch. I imagine it probably knocked a little shit out, but that might be accurate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> how could it not? You know, yeah. you know, uh, Tony had some like water burger or something beforehand. <laughs> He's like, he flew oh. to Texas, had some Whataburger, and then was like, by way of Russia, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But his suits yeah. are so advanced, they can take care of that ship. So, it's all good. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. they just turn it into fuel. Yep. <laughs> that's what the Metallica song Fuel is about, by the way. If you listen to the lyrics, yeah, it's about Tony Stark turning poop into energy. <laughs> what a cool adventure story. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Thanks. Thanks, James Hetfield. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, we... Um, Jump back to the issue here. Uh, the, um, the, fuck. What is their name? The uh, the vampire people uh, mm. from the first issue. The Shadow Council, I think. That's oh. the name. Okay. Sure. Yeah, Whatever. Uh, they're 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 in Madripoor, which is a fictional Marvel city. Uh, it's kind of like a, a an Asian city there, where mm. there's just a lot of, um, a lot of shady stuff that that goes on. Uh, we've got a whole selection of vampires that are knelt down before uh, the the Shadow Council. And um, this this one guy who is the... Uh, he's like a rat bomber. Yeah. And uh, he sets all these rats up with these uh, daylight oh. bombs or something like that. And it kills all of these, like, vampire civilians that are around there. So they're going through and slowly eradicating the vampires mm-hmm. um they're trying to eliminate the quote weakness out of their their race so vampire on vampire crime here um and uh we get to a room that uh the shadow colonel walks ghost rider up to and it is filled with vampire children and uh he tells ghost rider to kill all all of the kids which is something that uh, anakin skywalker did right and yes uh, in star wars it was very uh, reminiscent spoilers. of that yeah yeah, so that's, a, that's the vibe I got from it. Ghost Rider opens his mouth, and we see uh, that he's letting out the hellfire. And then uh, later in the issue, we see that uh, he just set the room on fire around the children. So even though he had this built-up energy and released it, he didn't actually harm the children. So uh, what happens is the Shadow Colonel says, uh, I need you to kill these children to prove you're worthy. He doesn't do it, and... Uh, the Avengers show up, and uh, it, that's where uh, we're left on a cliffhanger here. Yep. To be continued. The Avengers and Blade, I yeah. should say. Yeah. Yeah. With his sword. Um, yeah. 
yeah, it was cool. Uh, there was a lot of good shots. That that shot you were talking about where he opens his mouth to let the hellfire out, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, like the, the series of events, it's like you see the, the vampire children and just him in shadow, and then he kind of walks up, and you see just the tops of their heads, and he's in flames, and then it just shows, like, it's like this explosion with, like, a skull kind of imprinted over it almost. And uh, you're just like, again, like, I, I immediately thought of Anakin Skywalker. I was just like, fuck. Like, what a, a harsh thing. And it's it, the whole time, too, in the comic, you get these little, um, like, blurbs from his mind, basically, like Reyes' mind inside where he's, like, under the control of this thing. He can't really stop it. And he feels like he's on fire the whole time, but he kind of likes the power as well, and he's kind of dealing with that. And you think, like, yeah, he's just going to fucking do this. And then it's like he still does have a little control. He's trying not to kill all these kids. But uh, then the guy, you know, uh, is going to step up and do it. The colonel or whatever is just going to shoot him anyway, and that's when the Avengers show up. So uh, it was good to see that kind of not turn the way that Anakin really did, where he just fucking did murder those kids. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> this one so far, they're okay. Uh, did you have any other notes on the Avengers issue? No, I don't think so. Uh, I, th- I liked it, though. It was pretty good. Um, I like this little like vampire storyline. It's pretty pretty awesome. So, Yeah, I definitely like having Blade in this series. Yeah, I think it's, cool. it's a, a cool addition. From what I understand, the eighth chair is going to be rotating, so this might be the last time that we see Blade as part of the Avengers. But mm-hmm. I think he is going to end up being in the War of the Realms miniseries that's coming out that we're going to uh, discuss on the show so at least we'll get some more blade in that series so that's that should be a pretty cool thing awesome yeah that sounds good it'd be uh kind of cool i like to have the rotating eighth chair i like that idea for a series you get a bunch of different people kind of filling that role and everything that's nice yeah it is cool especially when they're like lesser not necessarily lesser known i mean blade's pretty well known i guess he's not part of the mcu but um you know, you have some variance there. It's a, a different dynamic every time mm-hmm. you bring somebody in. So yeah, that'd be cool. I like that. Yeah, and he, he fits uh, with the storyline really well, obviously. So yeah. Oh, you think so? Like with I mean, the vampires? Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I I thought if anything they would have brought in like Garlic Man, but you know, what do what do I know? Garlic Man is also pretty well known. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might say. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I'm so, I'm sorry. Uh, they changed it to uh, Commander Garlic uh, just to Ooh, that's uh, eliminate cool. copyrights with other publishers who also have a yeah. Garlic Man. There's a bunch type character. There's a bunch <laughs> Garlic. Oh man, there's a lot of them out there. Man, I really want some garlic now. Like some mm-hmm. garlic bread. Mm. 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 Uh, that's probably one of the worst things about being a vampire is you can't have <gasps> garlic bread. You know what so. a sad life. Yeah, I know. You, they can't even participate on our rating scale. No. Yeah, it's part, yeah. a whole part of it. Wow. I feel like we're probably offending a few vampires that listen to the show, too. Hey, you know what? Fuck them. <gasps> <laughs> Brent, that could be a huge part of our, our audience. We don't know. You think so? We have a, a large Transylvania listening base. We might. Have you checked the stats lately? Uh, no, let me check it. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> They're all from Transylvania. <laughs> oh, they all just dropped the show. Damn it. Oh, shit. We don't even live stream. They, <laughs> they just must be really intuitive. <laughs> we're, we're going from like three listeners to two. Damn it. <laughs> <sighs> we need to keep all of the ones we can, Brent. Yeah. Hey, you don't know what, uh, Sarah? I, I take back what I said earlier about your fiance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's a great guy. Bring him back in the fold. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Transylvania, love Transylvania. We're gonna be touring there. Yeah. Uh, check us out. 
and we will not be wearing neck shields. So, mm-hmm. you know, just to incentivize you a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, listen, listen to the podcast. We'll tell you uh, exactly where we'll be, what time, and uh, what time we will be a, a, asleep and defenseless. Cool. I mean, it sounds like you kind of want to be a vampire now. Well, you know, I'm anything for the listeners, you know? <laughs> there we you just go. need those. We just need those <laughs> listens. Plus, our show is, like, so good that we want it to go on literally forever. And the way to do that is to become vampires so we can keep this going. Like, I can't wait for, like, episode 800, you know? It's going to be real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Assuming that, that we can make it past uh, past March, you know, yeah. with our uh, big podcast contract. We'll but, see. Yeah. Just, like, generally speaking. Yeah. yeah I, I agree. If we can keep it going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was uh, Avengers issue 15. We will talk about 16 next week. So uh, I guess brace yourself for impact on that one. Uh, so should we jump over to the movie of the hour that we'll be discussing? Yeah, it's okay. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, we're going to talk about Fast Five from 2011. And um, do you have the cast and crew? Pulled up. I certainly do. Um, So as we mentioned earlier, this was uh, another one directed by Justin Lin. And it was written by Chris Morgan, who's been a part of the series as a writer as well for a while. Uh, Lots of people in the cast. Um, This movie brings a lot of people back into the fold from the other movies, uh, which was really awesome Mm -hmm. to see. So uh, starting off with Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto. A.K.A. Mark Sinclair. (laughs) Right. Reprising his role as Vin Diesel, yeah. reprising his role as Dominic Toretto. Uh, Paul Walker is Brian O'Connor, Jordana Brewster as Mia Toretto, Tyrese Gibson is brought back as Roman Pierce, uh, Chris Ludacris Bridges uh, back as Tej, uh, Matt Schultz as Vince brought back from the first movie, uh, who was a, a welcome surprise. I didn't. I was kind of wondering if he might come back ever into the series. Uh, Soon Kang back as Han. Fuck yes. Uh, Dwayne Johnson introduced as Hobbs into this, which was great. Uh, Gal Gadot as Giselle. Uh, I was also surprised she came back. When I first saw her in uh, in Fast and Furious, besides you saying that she came back, I I didn't expect her to necessarily, so I was glad that she uh, was part of the the actual cast. Mm -hmm. Uh, New for this one, the uh, the bad guy as uh, Joaquin Dill uh, Almeida as Reyes. And uh, we have a new... um, cop uh, that's brought into the the fold as well elsa pataki i'm definitely butchering that as uh, elena neves and then uh, they don't mention this on wikipedia as one of the main cast but um you had also mentioned from fast four they brought in um uh tago calveron and don omar as leo and santos and uh-huh. um and the first and the, and the first incarnation of them i thought they were just kind of like throwaway characters but i did grow to like them their little banter and stuff in this movie was pretty good so yeah i want to definitely mention that they were part of this as well so yeah pretty big sprawling cast in this one now the 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 character's name is elsa is that right uh For, let me um, check uh elena her name is elsa oh. in real life as elena okay yeah so that actress um she's very attractive mm-hmm. and uh, I think that, you know how sometimes you see people out there in real life and you're like, man, I bet their spouse is super attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like that's probably the same for her. Let me look it up. Oh my God. It's Chris Hemsworth. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're married in real life and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Wow. These two like hyper, hyper attractive human beings have found each other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. of course they're going to, uh, be one 
and uh, yeah. make a little one as well. So yeah, yeah. a beautiful job. Yeah. There was a, a moment in this uh, where. So she gets hired uh, as the translator. Uh, the Rock shows up with his team. Um, they're like a, kind of an elite special forces team that the FBI uses, I think is what they said, to kind of track down certain criminals. And so they're brought in to bring down the gang uh, who are now on the run around the world. And she gets brought in. She's a local in Brazil, a uh, local cop. And he brings her in. And, and when the, the officer he's talking to is like, well, why do you want her? We have more experienced translators. He's like, I like her smile. And when she gets brought in, she's like, why did you really want me? My smile's not that great. And I was like, Psh, bitch, please. Come on. <laughs> it felt like um, <laughs> another Paul Walker movie. It felt like she's all that. Where it's like, ooh, yeah. she has a ponytail and paint-covered overalls. Like, she's yeah. Rachel Lee Cook. She's gorgeous. Like, it just felt so funny that she's like, my smile's not great. And I was like, come on. Yeah. You're gorgeous, yeah. obviously. Right. That's so funny. <laughs> Everybody in these movies are gorgeous. Fucking... Everybody's sweaty and gorgeous and awesome. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, so, yes, Fast Five, the Avengers of car fighting, yes. as I like to yes. label it. Uh, <laughs> now, this is the first time you've seen it, but mm -hmm. it, it's also the first time that your wife has seen it as well. But you guys went back and did a double feature yes. so she could see Fast and Furious, fourth movie, third in the canon, and mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, watch Fast Five uh, as well. So how did that work out? Did, uh, did Amanda enjoy these? Yeah. Um, so we watched the first one starting like at seven and, uh, we, you know, we're eating and paused it in different points, whatever. And so by the time we got to the second movie, she actually ended up falling asleep for like the third act. So I'm, uh, I'm happy to report that I like this movie a lot and I want to watch it immediately all over again. So I'm very excited mm -hmm. to show it to her and like finish that out because yeah. I would love to watch it, uh, all yeah. over again. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was fun as a double feature. Um, I was glad, like I said the other week, I really wanted to watch Fast and Furious again. And it was really fun to watch that one. Um, comparatively though, uh, that movie is a lot more somber, I guess you would say. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, a, you know, Letty dies and it's like a revenge story and, um, kind of bringing everybody back into the fold and into the story and everything. So this one, I feel like they really got to like let loose and have fun with it. And, uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, Amanda really, really liked both of them. I think, um, she really liked a lot of the different characters that kind of came into it and, and four, and then it was fun to see them show up in this one again. I thought it worked perfectly as a double feature uh, because, as we talked about, uh, when the fourth one ended, and I was like, man, I really would have really wished to watch that, uh, that prison bus sequence like, play out that heist uh, to, mm -hmm. to break out Dom. And you were like, well, and it was perfect. Like, they literally, like, recap some of the same shots in the beginning of Fast Five. So it, it's the same. It, yeah, it, same it literally one, yeah. is like a long movie with two parts. Like, it works as, like, yeah. one sort of story or whatever that way. Uh, if you watch it. So, uh, yeah, it was great. It was a great double feature. Highly recommend. <laughs> <laughs> now, on the the beginning of this movie, it does pick up directly from four, like you were saying, um, where Dom is on the prison bus packed with other prisoners. Yep. It's not like it's just a, a skeleton crew. There is multiple butts in every seat. Like, it is a full bus. Uh -huh. We've also got drivers. We've also got guards on there. So it is the most staffed a prison bus could possibly be and i say that because in the course of this heist to uh essentially steal dominic toretto from this bus <laughs> they flipped the bus <laughs> yeah. several times several times and i don't know if uh, any of our listeners has ever like not ridden a bus before mm. or have not ridden a bus before but um yeah you don't have uh seat belts on that bus yeah you're just free balling, you know? The mm -hmm. bus driver yeah. is typically the only one that has a seatbelt. Everybody else just 
hoping that something like this does not happen. This <laughs> yeah. bus tumbles uh, tits over ass several times. And uh, at a certain point when the, the news is recapping it, uh, because we don't actually see them like we don't see Dom climb out of the wreckage and uh, and them take him. It's just the bus flips over and then it cuts to like news footage of, of various broadcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, one person says, uh, surprisingly, no fatalities. Yeah, I love that. Like, it was so great. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah. <laughs> they had All to right. throw that in. Amanda was like when it happened, she was like, um, everybody just died on that bus. Right. Like everybody right, yeah. just died. And I was like, yeah, you'd have to. And then they were like, no fatalities. I was like, that's perfect. This series is great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I did want to mention that made me think though, because these movies are, are cheesy in that way. They, they, people don't die when they should, they don't have bruises or cuts when they should mm-hmm. or whatever. They kind of make it out alive of everything, which is like you said, it's like the Avengers of, of cars or whatever and everything. Uh, yeah. When we watched the the fourth movie, I told her she was like, "Is this one is this one better than like two and three were?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's not as che- it's not cheesy like those." And then immediately I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! <laughs> it's cheesy, but in a good way." And I'm glad yeah, I, I clarified different. that because there's definitely a lot of cheesiness in four and in five. Uh, yeah. But I love this this bus heist as well because not only do they flip it, the way they flip it is they make him lose control and start to flip, and then Brian stops his car in front of it. As if, like, it's a doorstop to be like, nope, I'm here now. You're going to flip over me. Like, they wouldn't crush his car as well. Makes no know, sense. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Loved every bit of it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I will accept uh, your compliments <laughs> on behalf of Fast Five. Uh, it is back when we did the Guilty Pleasure show, like, early on in our our um, podcast. Uh, this was on my, my list. Like, mm. I had some time, or I had a... It took me some time to figure out what my guilty pleasure would be, and uh, this movie is certainly it. I understand it's a, a big dumb action movie, but it's a like such a fun big dumb action yes. movie. Yes, it is yeah. fantastic. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert: I loved it. <laughs> awesome, awesome! I'm so happy. Now, during that episode, um, we were talking about the the um, guilty pleasures. Uh, you had mentioned that maybe you would just like watch fast five. Do you think it would have had as much of a payoff hmm. if, if you didn't watch the other ones leading up to it, you'd already seen the, the original movie. Yeah. I don't think it would have. Um, for one, I think four was a great, uh, obviously like leads right into this one with that. And, mm-hmm. um, you could watch this, I think without it and it would stand up. I think it would be a good movie or whatever. If you're mm-hmm. you know into action movies and stuff, but um, yeah, I think definitely over the time, um, I'm, I'm still kind of on the fence of how I want to like structure this canon in my own head with like kind of removing two and three. Um, mm-hmm. like I thought about like, how would you like, it, you know, we've talked about like, it's a good introduction to those new characters, um, with, uh, with Roman and, uh, Luda in there and everything. But, um, you, I also thought about this, that you can watch this and just kind of be like, yeah, they're old friends. And they kind of mention things right. like they mentioned like, yeah, he, I did that job in Miami with him. So, like, you can just go with that. But I think it's good to have a history with it, too. And uh, yeah. I think for me, personally, because I wasn't a big fan of the series, watching them now and, like, realizing how great it is, uh, it definitely has had a great impact and a great... Uh, uh, the whole trajectory of it is, is great. So, yeah, it's hard to say otherwise, yeah. but I'm glad that I've watched all of them, for sure. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Well, um, we... After the prison bust... Prison bust? Prison break? Bus break. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> why, why am I smelling burnt toast? Uh, 
after they uh, rescue Dom, mm-hmm. let's say, um, they go to a country uh, that's clearly not America. I'm, I'm having some trouble. I'm, is it is it Brazil? Oh, wait, there's Big Arms Jesus. Yes, we <laughs> oh, are yeah. in Brazil. <laughs> yep, there we go. And you get that shot multiple times throughout this movie. Oh, yeah. Like they've got it. At, they've got it in the morning. Yeah. They've got it at night. They've got it while it's eating pancakes. Like, oh, it's, yeah. Big Arms Jesus is everywhere. <laughs> there was a moment in this movie, um, they have a lot of sweeping, like, helicopter or drone shots, especially with Big Arm Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a moment where I was like, I think they really stepped up their game with the cinematography in this movie. And I think they did. But I was also like, I think Brazil is just fucking beautiful. And that statue yeah. is so iconic. And it's pretty cool, like, on the top of that mountain or whatever. Uh, yeah. overlooking the city but i was like honestly i think they just did a bunch of these sweeping shots of brazil and that's what looks really good and yeah better than the flat terrain that they were driving in where you know in california basically mm-hmm. um and yeah so there was uh, there was a lot of cool shots but they definitely like highlighted the shit out of that so yeah yes oh uh we should probably go over the plot of this movie yeah, probably so uh this movie is as we mentioned Dominic Toretto gets rescued by Brian and Mia and a couple of the other drivers. And uh, they end up going to Brazil where they pull a heist. The heist ends up, um, there's some double crossing that goes on. Uh, and one of the, the vehicles they've stolen has some important information that a major uh, corrupt government official in, in Rio de Janeiro wants. And that pulls them into a separate heist where they um, try to steal money from him, and uh, that's the the climax of the movie. Uh, throughout the movie, we are uh, introduced to uh, Hobbs, played mm-hmm. by Dwayne Johnson, and uh, it's hard not to say The Rock, but you know that's uh, <laughs> yeah. that's his professional actor name, right? So that's um, weird that his name is Dwayne, right? He doesn't look yeah, like a Dwayne. 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 No, I don't like it. The Rock. I, I in my notes, I refer to him as The Rock most of the time. So okay, okay, perfect. I switched to Hobbs at one point, but yeah, The Rock is is Hobbs, and uh, yeah, he's brought in uh, as a um, he works for some government agency. I don't know. Honestly, there's a lot of stuff yeah. I don't pay attention to in these movies. Who cares? Uh, was it an acronym? I don't care. Does he yeah. got arm butter? He does. Okay, yeah. he must be one of the good guys. <laughs> Ripped as hell. So uh, he goes and uh, tries to stop our heroes as well as the uh the villains that uh, become embroiled in this Mm -hmm. and uh it's just a a ton of fun a big big uh, dumb car action movie you know it actually kind of works though i like um i hadn't really thought about it in the way you said but it's like they're on the run they they need money they pull this job and then they're getting like double crossed and that kind of leads into other things and then it's like they're gonna get revenge on this this bad guy or whatever and he kind of runs brazil uh or yeah runs that city i guess at least but um yeah, Rio, and uh, it's kind of cool. Like, it, it works though. Like, it, it's actually like a for an action movie. I think it, it's a it's a good plot, like of why they're mm-hmm. embroiled in this and stuff, and why they're doing what they're doing. Um, I, I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so back to the the story itself. Uh, as we see Mia and Brian traveling through the streets of Brazil, they're walking around. They come across Vince, who mm-hmm. is brought back for this movie. Uh, I think you said his the actor's real name or last name is Schultz. You know, I'm not right? quite sure. I can go look at it again. Um. <laughs> um, but the, the reason that yes, stood out to me is he doesn't, he doesn't, okay, he doesn't look like a Schultz. Like when I think mm. of Schultz, my brain automatically goes to Charles Schultz, who is the creator of the Peanuts characters. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I wonder if they're, they're related. Uh, I know oh, Schultz yeah. is a popular last name, but uh, in my head canon, related. Yeah. Uh, voiced voiced uh, Charlie Brown when he was younger. Yeah, I think we can say that. 
Fair um, enough. Okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not going to look it up, but sure. Definitely yeah, part of that. He's scene. an actor. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's all it's all in there. Uh, but one of the uh, cool things that I noticed about this viewing that uh, I don't know, it didn't really click with me the first time I saw it is uh, they have close ups of Vince's arm where it's like scarred from when he was pulling that uh, that. Oh, nice. 18-wheeler heist in the first movie, and he got his cool. arm wrapped up in that cable or whatever. I thought that was a, a pretty cool callback. Yeah. Um, I had noticed that. That's awesome, though, because uh, that thing was ripped to shit in that movie. God, that, yep. that looked awful. Um, yeah, He obviously sure. should just not have an arm probably now. But <laughs> right. in, this, yeah. in this series, the fact that he even has scars is like he's he's a little bit of human. Uh, we kind of know so. It's funny because that is the last time anyone's ever actually injured in a Fast and Furious movie yeah. <laughs> uh, without dying. Like, people will die in these movies, but otherwise, if you're not if you're not dead, mm-hmm. the, the injury you may have received is only a slight inconvenience for you. Yeah, so absolutely. The last, the last injury, yeah, happened in the first movie. They had to carry it forward to this one, mm-hmm. but that was it. They're like, well, he got injured in that one. We don't do that anymore, but we have to reference it now because it did happen right. in the first one. Um, yeah. I did notice, too, I was looking through his Wikipedia, um, and we're going to make up. I'll, I'll write in the Wikipedia eventually that uh, he actually is uh, related to uh, Charles Schultz, but um, okay. we're going to say that he is anyway. Uh, but yeah, he made yeah, his uh, big screen debut in 1998's action film, Blade. Oh, okay. He That's was, right, yeah. His character is named Crease, which is a gross. Crease. Crease. Uh, that is the worst possible, <laughs> yeah, like... <right. laughs> That's a code name or whatever. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he didn't survive that. He he returned in Blade Two, uh, playing Blood Pack vampire assassin Chupa. So he plays a different character in Blade Two. Uh, but yeah, kind of kind of cool. Since we were talking about Blade earlier from the comics, uh, it's all connected. So that's funny. I I'm going back to um, watching the first Fast and Furious movie and thinking that guy looked familiar. Oh yeah. I was like, man, yeah, I, yeah. I've seen him before outside of this franchise, mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't place it, and I didn't didn't look into it, but. Uh, yeah, has ties to uh, Blade and Charlie Brown. That is crazy. Yeah, huh. absolutely. There you go. <laughs> it's it's canon now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, let's talk about the uh, the opening train heist. Yeah. Uh, where we also have Dom's reveal, which mm-hmm. I think would have had more impact uh, because this is the first time that we actually see uh, new footage of uh, Mark Sinclair as Vin Diesel mm-hmm. as Dominic Toretto in this movie. Um, the previous footage was left over from, or not left over, but reused from Fast and Furious, the mm. fourth movie, third in the canon. Um, so we've we've technically seen him in this movie already, but mm. it wasn't it wasn't new. And I wonder if that lessened the impact of it. I don't know. Yeah, it was okay. I thought it was cool. I, I like the. Uh, I made a note about welding through the train on the side. Um, they had some <laughs> cool shots of inside with uh, Paul Walker and Mia, uh, Brian and Mia inside, and like. It was like dark, but like just like the glow of that. And then it f- flies away and almost takes off the heads of everybody that welded it through that or plasma cut it through it. Uh, but uh, and then, yeah, Dom shows up. But it was a cool reveal. It was an action movie reveal. I dug it. Yeah. Um, so the the heist is taking cars. They have, they've built this elaborate contraption like they yeah. are essentially <laughs> like s- scientist level engineers uh, oh, yeah. to move these cars over um, specifically from a moving train onto <laughs> onto this carrier uh, mm-hmm. and uh, take the, the vehicles and boost them that way. Um, and they start taking some vehicles. That, that's where the double cross takes place. And um, 
Dom and Brian have to fight their way off the train. Uh, at one point, Brian is just hanging off of the side of the uh, the um, that contraption vehicle mm-hmm. that they've bought to to boost the uh, the other cars, and uh, Dom has to drive a I think it's a Corvette directly out of the train, lands it and drives right alongside of it and uh, has to rescue Brian. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian jumps off and uh, is carried on the car. Vin Diesel has no time for brakes. So instead, he just pumps the gas. <laughs> they, they drive right off of the cliff into the water. So it's like, did he rescue him? Yeah. Yeah. But, but did he? <laughs> you know, like, he didn't die immediately from hitting the side of the, the thing, but... You know, I uh, I wanted to mention too the cars in there are fucking awesome. I don't know what all of them are. Uh, the one that mm-hmm. I know because it's one of my favorite cars is the Ford uh, GT40. That's the one that Mia takes off in, and uh, yeah. it's just a, a rad car, uh, especially for Ford. It's like their their only supercar, um, but it's it's won the Mons like a lot of times in the '60s, whatever. And it's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, that car that he drives, it's got like a little windshield, and like it just looks like cool. It's like silver. Um, and that whole scene, like, I, I knew a little bit about this. I feel like I'd seen little scenes from this, maybe, um, if not had started it at one point. But I knew about this, like, jumping off of a bridge or something like that, a cliff, you know, on, in a car. And they kind of fly through the air. But it's a fucking long drop. And, it, man, it was like, for sure they're dead, right? And I was like, oh, that water's like concrete. Absolutely right. they're dead. Like, 100%. <laughs> and, again, they just get up. It's cool. Uh, no big deal. And then they, they get up out of the water and those, those guys with the guns are there. And so like, it's all for not basically. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) It was funny too, when uh, we were watching that, because it shows that drop in slow motion Mm -hmm. and uh, I was watching it with my wife and I said, uh, see this, this entire time they're falling, both of those stuntmen shitting their pants the entire time. (laughs) Absolutely. Just full on shitting their pants. But they had Tony Stark tech fueled that's the thing fueled it. it's yeah mm-hmm. it's it's integrated into yeah. reality yeah. at this point so absolutely. he built it into it's jeans. cool yeah 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 absolutely yeah. <laughs> levi's 501 now with shit conversion technology <laughs> sct oh man uh but yeah so those those bad guys are immediately down there somehow uh and get them mm-hmm. but um i also love the next scene it shows uh brian and and, and dom like with their they're like chained up like by their by their mm-hmm. hands and uh, Dom just gets out of it. He just breaks through those chains. That right? was my exact note. Dom <laughs> breaks chains, yes. Because in the in, uh, the fourth movie is where we've established they are full-on superheroes mm-hmm. at this point. And this movie just goes to extend that further. Um, in uh, Fast and Furious, the, the fourth movie, again, third in the canon, uh, the, there's a, a point where Dom gets shot multiple times. Mm. and uh, Or maybe he just gets shot once. Well, yeah. But doesn't flinch doesn't really affect his ability to move around or anything he gets uh sewn up off screen because you don't want to uh, see him cry uh and uh and yeah this movie gives him superhuman strength so mm-hmm. he, he yeah he just simply yeah uh, just <laughs> pulls his arms yeah. apart you yeah. know how like they talk about how your strength is greater to like crush something between your hands than mm. like pull them apart no no issues for dominic no, toretto he just pulls simply as yeah. easy as like, it's almost as if his uh, arms were tried, tied together with like straw wrappers. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> got it. Like that—that that was the the solution they had. Like when they were shooting the movie, it's like, but how do we get Dom to? How do we get him free so they can like defend themselves so they don't get shot? Because Brian like kicks him while he's on the mm-hmm. on the little like hook there, and then they're like, I don't know, just. Just have them break the chains. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. Should <laughs> so we fun. give him like 
he had something in his hands and he like picks the lock. No, uh, should we have him like wiggle out of it? No, I mean, his hands are big. Um, just break him. Just fucking break him. Go with it. Superheroes. Mm-hmm. Done. His hands are as big as Jesus's arms in the statue <laughs> flying over this great country. He was the first superhero. That's the canon of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. It's thematic. Okay. Uh-huh. Now it makes sense. It all makes sense. Um, so there was one note I had in here that this is just a, a, a note for like the whole movie, but it started um, uh, earlier on, uh, is that they... They have subtitles when anybody's speaking a foreign language. Yeah. That, like, zoom in and out of the screen and, like, move around all these weird ways. Like, Amanda was like, somebody was like, hey, remember PowerPoint and how you can make make all the text show up in cool ways? We should use that in this movie. Like, make it like cars. And it was just super distracting to me. It's the only thing I didn't like about this movie. I was like, just show the sub- subtitles. It's cool. I don't need it to be, like, stylized in any means. It's It was so jarring to me. I got used to it eventually, and it's fine, but, like, it wasn't for me. I didn't care for it. It was funny, too, because, yeah, they, they do zoom in, and then, like, it'll be on the screen, but if that text is still on the screen when the shot changes, the text moves as well. Oh, which yeah. Which makes your eye have to, like, jump back over, yeah. and then... It, it was just, yeah, it was it was kind of bizarre. I do like they, that they put the drop shadow behind it just so you mm. can read it if it's over white. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's still a little bit difficult to read, but it's easier than if it's just flat white text over a flat white uh, background yeah. or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that was a, definitely a choice. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that was maybe, like, one of the studio execs was like, uh, yeah, but make the text, I don't know, uh, zoomy. Yeah, more exciting. Punchy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was one, too, I, Amanda and I were both complaining about it, and I think it was uh, Elena walks across the screen, and as she walks across the text, it disappears as if she, like, physically oh, yeah. removed it. And Amanda was just like, no. <laughs> they do that like, multiple times. Yeah. 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 It's just distracting. I don't know why yeah, Why the choice, but uh, it's fine. It's fine. Well, uh, we have our first F word of the movie mm. and the franchise that shows up in this film. Oh, okay. uh, and that is in our introduction to Hobbs, which is Dwayne the Rock. Do you smell what I'm cooking? It's ramen noodles. Johnson. Full name. Yeah, full name. Look it up. Put it on the, wiki- <laughs> I'll put put it on on the Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he shows up, and uh, we're introduced to uh, Lucas Hobbs. He is just a massive, massive dude. He's got like a devil-shaped like mm. goatee. Uh, looks awesome. Very jealous. Uh, mm. Not jealous of the arms. I mean, we like if Dwayne and I stood side by side, you'd be hard-pressed to tell who was who. Yeah, like, I would say. People will walk up to me and be like, are, are you the Brahma bull? And I'm like, no, I'm Brent Hibbert from Let's Talk About Stuff. And they're like, oh, okay. oh, okay. So now I get it. Now that you said it, like, I can see it. But mm. before I was like, is this The Rock? <laughs> I don't know, Brent. I I mean, I like to believe you, but um, I feel like kind of like your pre-Super Soldier Serum, Steve Rogers, and the, the Rock is like Captain America. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about when he was in fourth grade. Oh, okay. That makes sense yeah, now. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Did he still have that fanny pack? That picture they had? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the turtleneck? Yeah, that's how I like to walk around. <laughs> I don't like to carry a wallet. You know, it's totally. just not for me. It's just, it, it's going to give me hip dysplasia. It's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I don't like it. I just like it all to be up front, yeah. directly above my groin, mm-hmm. you know? 
because I, I usually keep my hands there anyway just to keep them warm. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's nice. <laughs> it's it's great. Plus, you can get you can carry your chapstick. I carry um, my chapstick. I can carry my compass. Oh, you know, just yeah. in case I get lost. You know, super so, necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just my Swiss Army knife with the toothpick missing. <laughs> it's the only part I use. Yeah, <laughs> it's very frustrating. I, I, the only reason I keep that knife around is just in case I find a new one. I just like plug it right in there. Yep. I'm not gonna use those tweezers. No. What are they? They're flat. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not gonna help anything. Not at all. You try to remove a splinter using a Swiss Army knife. It's ridiculous. A pair of tweezers. It's garbage. <laughs> I don't need it. Give me two toothpicks. I lose one every yeah. time. <laughs> I'll use them like chopsticks to get that splinter out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, we've, we've got Hobbs. He shows up and he's just a fucking force of nature. He's yeah. got the arm butter slathered on. I watched the behind the scenes of, uh, of this movie. Oh, nice. After it was after it was done, it was part of the extras. And uh, you could see the people like going in there and they have uh, like doctor's gloves on those like plastic mm. um gloves uh what am i trying to say Plastic. you know yeah. what i'm talking yeah. about is there a better way gloves to... i mean yeah what are they i don't know what they're really called but latex yeah. latex gloves there you go yeah they uh, what they do is they <laughs> they unroll five magnum condoms and put them on their fingers <laughs> and then dip their hand in arm, arm butter and just like massage it gently into uh the rock's arms mm. so they are just you can see all the detail you've ever wanted to see in a uh, human adult samoan man's uh, no. arms but so sexy. Uh, you know what? If you've got it, show it off, right? Yep. That's what they say to me. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so um, the the Rock has uh, uh, a couple of rules uh, where he's talking to one of the um, the local officers. Uh, uh, he says, "I need you to do two things. Uh, number one, get me a translator, and that's how he brings in mm. Elena. Elena. Okay. Yeah." Uh, her name's gonna throw me off. I know, I'm gonna I know. alternate back and forth between Elena and Elsa. But Elena is the character's name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So he uh, says, uh, "Bring her in. I like her smile." Da 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 da. We find out that's not true. There's there's some uh, deeper connection to mm-hmm. um, w- what her motivations are that he's really going for. Uh, and he says, "Rule number two: Stay the fuck out of my way." <laughs> that's good. It's a good introduction for the fuck in this series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which uh, if you got to do it. Yeah, you got to give it to the Rock, and uh, I, I, I <laughs> it's a bizarre accent that he's using because it's not, uh, it's kind of like somewhat Southern, but mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah, it seems like his character in real life is like a a rancher of some sort, okay, and he's just out there just like bench pressing bulls, yeah, and uh, just like <laughs> carrying multiple hay bales and and one arm and mm-hmm. moving those around um but he's not like overly southern but he's just got enough of a twang to where he will call people boy oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? that's a good use of it too yeah and he's yeah. fucking violent in this movie too uh mm-hmm. this movie really like ratcheted up the uh so i watched like the not unrated like the extended version which i looked online mm-hmm. it's it's really like a minute longer but it's mostly like blood splatter that they added and stuff but uh <laughs> when uh when he's yeah for real when he's like chasing them down um uh, he keeps coming across the the bad guys like henchmen and stuff and he's fighting them too and there's a scene where he's like going against like three or four of them and he stabs a dude like under the chin like through the neck and yes, he just like yeah. shoots out blood and i was like what the fuck this movie's violent it's awesome but like yeah. literally like stepped it up yeah for sure um and uh so let's talk about the the rooftop chase where yeah. uh hobbs uh, goes to brazil and um 
he's he's found where Dom, Mia, and uh, and the others are, and uh, chases them through the I was I would say the streets, but it's really kind of the um, the tops of all of these mm-hmm. buildings that are stacked upon each other. And um, as far as rooftop chases go, um, I thought it was pretty dynamic for yeah, what it is good. because normally it would be like a flat roof to a, a f- another flat roof, uh, mm-hmm. maybe of like varying heights or whatever. But this is like the extreme version of that, and you're like constantly running downhill in a way you know yeah it's like all over the place because they're like it's like houses built on a hill but there's so many of them uh, mm-hmm. i was thinking about like i don't know how their streets are labeled and stuff uber has got to be ridiculous i don't Can know you if they imagine have that. trying to <laughs> trying to get your like amazon package yeah, like, right? like <laughs> it would have to be a nightmare yeah it's so ridiculous i think that you couldn't run in the streets you'd have to run on the rooftops just to get anywhere fast so totally yeah. makes sense uh but yeah it, it is dynamic it's really cool and uh one of the things we find out in this movie is that uh, Mia is pregnant, and uh, mm-hmm. from the I assume Amanda, you know, we watched a double feature, and Amanda was like, "Oh, because they had sex in the kitchen," and in uh, and, and part four, and uh, it's like, "Yeah, so she got pregnant from that." But I was like, "She should not be doing parkour right now. That is nope. not good for her." They jump through a roof, like yep. uh, of like sheet metal. Um, that can't be good for the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they say it's a good source of uh, beta carotene, and uh, oh. babies really need that. Yeah, that's true. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I take it back. I don't know a lot of my babies. Never had one. Mm-hmm. So you you know more because you research that stuff. Well, I was I was researching metal uh, roof jumping, uh, you mm. know, for my side job as a, a parkour instructor, <laughs> and I thought, well, I wonder if this is this seems like something that could be like legit dangerous, even to a like a stunt person. Uh huh. But I looked it up and it's like, oh, no, it's good for babies. So, oh, interesting, yeah. Yeah, there you hey, go. that's metal. That's, <laughs> hell yeah, brother. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, Mia is pregnant in this, and she does the most insane stunts that uh, yeah. this character has had to do in, uh, yeah. in any of the movies. Yeah, you know, like driving fast is one thing, but you're mainly sitting down. Sure, you're yeah. like jostling and being jostled uh, quite a bit in the vehicle, but this is next level. Yeah, but I guess this is also before they realize that she's she's pregnant. It's just Brian and and Dom. Mm-hmm. Um, well, wait, is this before? Yeah, this is she, before they they find out, right? Yeah, she knows they don't know. It's after. It's like after that that uh, they're gonna like split up, and she's like, "No, I'm pregnant. Uh, I don't want to lose my family again and all that stuff." So mm-hmm. yeah, they don't know at that yeah. point, but she knows, and she's. I thought she was being dangerous, but you, you just pointed out that she is actually trying to protect her baby or, or fortify him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's why they end up walking through that sewage yeah. um, toward the end, <laughs> just really trying to build up uh, Baby O'Connor's immune system Yeah, super quick, you know? Ooh, good. Yeah. Um, so they are uh, they're looking at the... Um, where they, they were like parting out that car earlier in the mm-hmm. movie after they stole it, and they came across like a, a microchip, and um, we're looking at it had some like classified information based on locations and and whatnot, and uh, they decided that they are going to go after the right, Is that right? Yeah, yeah. They're going to go after Reyes mm-hmm. because uh, he's the one that sicked his people on them. So as revenge, they're going to go after all of his his money mm-hmm. that he has uh, stored around the city. And so... Uh, give me goosebumps right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brian and uh, Dom, they're talking, and they're like, well, if we're going to do this, we need to do it right. And then as, as I was watching the movie, 
I stood up. I said to Brandy, we're going to need a team. And <laughs> that's what, that's the exact quote they said. And uh, I just, oh my God, oh, that's awesome. my, my blood started pumping yep. and holy shit. It's uh, it's so good because you get to see the, the different characters come in from the franchise. Now, oh, yeah. I know you have probably over the years seen trailers for various Fast and Furious movies, but really didn't put a lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so while you may have seen those trailers in the past, I'm sure none of it had stuck with you. Did you no. rewatch any trailers or anything before this? No, that's a good good question. I hadn't, so I didn't. Yeah, I, and I never really paid attention to any of them and didn't know the characters okay. at all to even try. So yeah, I didn't know okay. it was it was coming or who was who was going to be there. Very exciting. I think that's the best way for you to watch yeah, the movies from sure. here on out. Um, obviously, the Hobbs and Shaw trailer is a little <laughs> bit different yeah. since you're you're kind of well integrated into this this franchise now, but. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be curious because like all of this is essentially new footage to you as you're uh-huh. watching yeah. it, right? Oh, so it's great. You're not, sure, you're not sure which characters are coming back. You, you've heard uh, myself and, and Daniel Sanchez mentioned that there are characters that come back. I didn't know what movie, though. Yeah, right, right. And we knew that Han was back at the beginning of um, Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. but um, this one, it, it brings characters back in a, in a big way. So yeah. we've got Tyrese comes back. Luda yeah. Christopher comes back. Yeah. <laughs> right? We've got Han. We've got Giselle uh, both back. Mm-hmm. And then we've got um, the two... Uh, man, I cannot remember their names in this this franchise. The two uh, uh, Spanish guys yeah. that show up in this. Let me try like to look at that. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, that, the, those are the two that I was mentioning. I didn't think they would be that great. Leo and Santos. Leo and Santos. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, they come back as well. Am I missing someone? I think that's it, right? That's the, the main mm-hmm. team. Yep. Uh, so yeah, basically we're only really missing Letty because she had died, um, right. and then uh, there's like that one other guy from the first movie that's like part of their crew. Um, that I, I don't know if he ever shows up again. Not, not Vince, but there's like one other guy that not Jesse either that, that dies. But <laughs> the uh, the white guy that looks like uh, yeah. Vince. That's yeah, not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't think he comes back. So this uh, basically most of my notes for this movie are just a word and an exclamation point. Because uh, I'm just excited the whole time, right? So, like, at the beginning, right. it was like, yes, prison bus heist. And then, like, it's like, Vince. And then yeah. Han was all caps. I was very excited to see Han come yes. back. Uh, yeah. And so, in a row, it goes, Han, Tyrese, Luda, Wonder Woman. Because they all show up in a row. And it's basically that from from here on out. Uh, I was just very excited. Yeah, like you said, I didn't know who was coming back um, and, and in what movies. I thought I thought that they would come back, but in different different ways like i thought like one at a time or two at a time not like all of them but holy shit what a cast everybody's together oh my god i was so excited to see them all show up again it was great (laughs) and it's funny too because they all even though they're like from different parts of the america and and sometimes different Mm. parts of the world all of those characters they all show up at the warehouse all at the same time they all introduce (laughs) themselves to each other they all know they're in on like the same thing there's never at any time Wait, who are you? Are, are you a cop? Like, what What are you doing yeah. here? I was, yeah. I was looking for Brian or I was looking for Dom. Um, and they, they all get there at the same time. And then, like, Brian and Dom and Mia, they're all in, at, like, a different room or something like that. Like, I figured they would be in the main yeah, room right. just, like, waiting. But I get it. It's, it's a movie. But yeah. I like to picture that they're in, like, a back room somewhere and they're, like, playing Super Smash Brothers and they're just, like, really into it. <laughs> <laughs> I like one of them's like peeking out the window, like, ooh, they're right. here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, one more match. One yeah. more match. All right. We'll get the, they didn't get introduced to each other. 
that's fine. We'll go out later and be like, mm-hmm. hey, we all know you guys. You all met each other, but we're all friends. It's cool. Let's do a heist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. um yeah they uh they decide to uh, to get together and they're going to go after uh Reyes's money and uh it's funny too because they show up at one of his um warehouses where he's laundering money uh money's being counted by ladies in just their underwear mm-hmm. and uh, a bunch of sweaty dudes are standing nearby with guns um they infiltrate with masks on they yeah. gather everyone up into a room and have them um, essentially like on the floor on their knees with their hands behind their heads and uh, they have all this money stacked up and one of the, the, the guys that works for Reyes says uh, you think you can just take his money and there's not going to be any consequences or you know something to yeah. that effect and uh, uh, Vin Diesel says oh we're not going to take the money and uh, they throw a match on the, the the stacks of money there and it catches on fire. It's almost like the Joker in mm-hmm. uh, the dark Knight. A lot of people say this is like the, the dark Knight of the fast and furious franchise. I'll go with that. Uh, if you could, yeah, go ahead and put that on the Wikipedia page yeah, as well. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and uh, <laughs> they say that uh, there, somebody said something about hiding behind masks and they all take their masks off. And I'm like, well, why even wear masks to begin with? Like you had to go mm. out of your way to buy masks <laughs> and then wear them in there. You're like wearing them in, as we see in, in footage later in the movie. We know they were driving around with masks on uh-huh. like that can't be comfortable. Right. So it's hot and sweaty uh, in Brazil, man. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a, another funny thing is um, Hobbs has them run facial recognition because they, they catch <laughs> footage of them in a traffic cam. They, they see the car. They zoom in on it. Some blurry ass footage of yeah. two people in the vehicle. And they both have masks on using facial recognition (laughs) technology. They're able to identify the eye sockets of both Han and Dominic Toretto. And uh, it just blows my mind. Like those are the only two pictures that pops up. Like, I'm willing to give them a little bit of leeway of like, here's like 300 choices you've got, you know, Uh like people with similar looking eyes based on this blurry footage. But no, it just immediately goes to them. So, all right. Whatever. It's it's one of the weird things in movies and TV, like CSI, like really propagated a lot of that, where it's like mm-hmm. blurry ass footage, and they're like, "Can you zoom in and enhance?" And it's like, "Doop doop doop," and it like becomes clear, and it's like, "That's not a thing. It is what it is. <laughs> Whatever just... you see is what it is, man. That's it." <laughs> oh, we didn't think about that uh, when we were calling this meeting together. We thought you just wanted this uh, shitty one, but yeah, yeah. let me hit oh, the yeah, space yeah. bar real quick. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll get the high resolu- uh, resolution one. It's fine. I'll bring it in. That's a good <laughs> yeah. idea, probably. Let me do it from that from now on. Uh, do you want it in 8K or 12K? Uh, because you know what, I'll just uh, I'll just put it in 16K, and uh, you can yeah. see everything. Here we go. So. And zoom, nostril hairs, identify. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. I, I there's a lot of this movie I just went with, but that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. That that was a funny one. I hadn't read a note about, but the uh, the identification through the mask was pretty uh, like what. What's happening? Like, why? Why is this a thing? But uh, yeah, it was all right. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, it's just like they have superheroes in this. They have super technology. Different worlds. Well, speaking of things that you have to just go with, um, Ludacris is now Donatello in this movie. Um, oh, he has, even though he's mainly like a mechanic, mm-hmm. based on what we've seen in Too Fast, Too Furious, um, he is now of the elite status. And this is one of my favorite things in pop culture, where anytime you have an expertise in one vague area of um, science, whether it's being a uh, a doctor of some sort or a um, 
uh, a mechanic, mm-hmm. you are now like the tech guy. Like it, it pulls over yeah. into a different area. So even though he was like a mechanic, he is now just a super scientist tech whiz. Uh, maybe you can relate to this since you are now mm-hmm. yeah, I can. Uh, an official hacker yeah. uh, in the game. Again, update our Wikipedia with yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> world's greatest hacker. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's kind of like Beast in the X-Men is a geneticist mm. and he studies mutations uh, but anytime one of the X-Men is injured, they're like, uh, can you can you heal them back to health? And it's like, uh, I, th- I think he just studies genes, but yeah. <laughs> all right, I guess I guess he can like help with uh, full on bullet wounds and everything. Yeah. Like it's a, a totally different area of study. But, you know, it all kind of gets lumped together with the, the same thing. And then they're also like bringing in like they're like, I have this like update on my computer i can't figure it out there's a virus on there too and he's like yeah i'll take care of that too it's all good like all the technologies sweep it in there it's fine <laughs> yeah. yeah i like it. this movie though they at least they don't explain it but i i totally buy this that they're all like i had a life before you guys knew me or whatever yeah and i'm like yeah, yeah. like why does he know about this crazy ass uh uh safe and yeah. like vault or whatever like all the different mechanics of it and he's just like i had a life before i knew you guys and i'm like okay Yep, cool. that's yeah, another we'll movie. Just move I'll on. See. All right, yeah. Yeah, keep it moving. <laughs> I feel like they were opening it up for like you know they're doing the Hobbs and Shaw's uh, spinoff or whatever. But I feel like they're opening it up like they do with whatever. Like if they wanted to, like now mm-hmm. Ludacris has a background. We could just do a Ludacris movie. Totally cool. Yeah. You know, like everybody has like the little piece of it if they wanted to expand this out. Yeah. Again, like like the Avengers. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I like that the characters for the most part they have stuff to do kind of based on what we've seen of them already. It's not always the case, but in the case mm-hmm. of like uh, Tyrese and, and uh, Luda Christopher, uh, we've got Tyrese, who is the uh, the charmer. Yeah, and that's what they use to infiltrate the police station where Reyes has uh, consolidated all of his money into mm-hmm. that big safe. You're talking about the uh, the highest technology safe ever. Yeah, has like a palm reader on it. Uh, where it will uh, predict the future. It's a <laughs> Miss Cleo's inside of there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so so Tyrese carries a box into the police station. Uh, it, he says that he's a uh, an American police officer. Uh, he shows him his badge. It says Brian O'Connor. And uh, the guy at the yeah, at first he's 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 flirting with the lady there, and eventually she just like walks off, and the the guy behind the counter walks up there and he's like oh shit well there it goes like he was gonna flirt with the, yeah. the lady and you know try to charm her into taking the box and putting it in the uh the storage but um the guy walks up there and says uh it says you're a caucasian he's like yeah i've got a tan yeah. you familiar with tan like tan you know tan <laughs> it's like, Holy yeah uh and tyrese is like black like straight up like uh-huh. they <laughs> like he's even like dark black there's no way yeah. it's fantastic <laughs> they blow past that afterwards he just keeps talking he's such a charmer but the guy really <laughs> just like he doesn't accept it necessarily but he's just like i'll keep talking to this guy that's fine i'll yeah. accept that he has evidence and i will take it into my possession now <laughs> right <laughs> it's awesome and that's what he does he takes it and he puts it in the storage which is exactly what the the fnf team were wanting yeah uh, and uh turns out ludicrous he has a a robot in there and he um it's on a, like an RC car. There's a camera mounted yeah. on it. He knocks the box off of the shelf. And luckily, the little RC car lands yeah. with wheels down. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, that could have just <laughs> fucked up their whole plan. Like, that would have ruined everything. But luckily, it doesn't. They're able to, like, oh, wheel man. around in there and, and take a look at the safe. And that's where Ludacris is. Uh, it, that's where his Donatello sidekicks in. You know, uh, Scientist Supreme in mm-hmm. there. Does machines. 
and he's he's like oh yeah you we've got this 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 and this and even if we could do this this is going to be an issue and all of that stuff um but it's okay because eventually they order a safe and uh they yeah. have one that they get practice <laughs> on so i was thinking so there's a part of this movie where they they figure out the the rocks team figures out that they're all there because he they, they see like i guess han from that footage where they find him through the mask whatever and he's like mm-hmm. search through their like known friends and like through the manifest of like who's coming to the country or whatever, like customs, or whatever, and like right. they hit, they're like, yeah, all these people were there. And I'm like, not only did they buy one of these crazy high tech, pretty rare, I would imagine, safes and pretty expensive, yeah. they get it in a few days. And like, well, they had Prime, they had Prime delivery. <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, you have to yeah. imagine that like somebody knows that it's there, and it was like delivered to that warehouse. Like, there's a there's a trail of all of this stuff so easily, but it's like, <laughs> again, you just have to go with it. It's totally cool, totally normal. Yeah, delivered to this <laughs> unsuspecting warehouse yeah. of all places. Sure, it's fantastic. And that thing is like fucking heavy. That's got to be ridiculously heavy. Yeah, which yeah. will play a part later on. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we eventually move on to the point where they are um, trying to break into the police station. And we've got a cool little, like, montage of them um, where, where mm. they've um, set up cameras inside the police station due to backing up a, a toilet and essentially putting, like, uh, a, a, shit a, bomb. A, 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 yeah, a shit bomb in there. And so um, Leo and um, uh, uh, his... Uh, friend I keep forgetting (laughs) it's hard to remember I know I gotta keep that up on here Leo and Santos Leo and Santos okay Uh, they end up breaking in there and I like their bickering the whole time yeah Uh, so they they go in there they are carving into the wall they end up hacking into the um, closed circuit camera Mm -hmm. system and um, again ludicrous uh, ludicrous fully dressed as Donatello uh, from this point forward <laughs> in the franchise uh, is saying that, you know, there's no way for us to like loop the footage or anything. It's all like digital and optic and da, 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 da. I don't know. Sure. Maybe they just made it up. Maybe Go it's true. Who knows? Yeah. It's fast and furious. Fuck it. Yeah. So they, they, they can set up like a, uh, like a version of the, the course that they would need to bypass the cameras. And we get some fun footage of the various drivers trying to um, drift through there essentially. Yeah. Because they have, like, 10-second window. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Be- because the cameras oscillate. Uh, the drivers have to, like, drift through the little course, and, you know, it's consistently picking up their vehicles every time they do it, um, despite the vehicles that Dom and Brian have gone to to race for and uh, and win. Well, I, I wanted to mention that because it was one of my notes, is yeah. that they had to have the obligatory car racing with lots of asses. So oh, they were yeah. like, we need a car. Let's go find one of those races, those street races yeah. with all the girls in the short skirts. Cool. Got it. And they go back there they're... again. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all friends, even though like they essentially yeah. like won a vehicle from yeah. the guy. I don't know. Maybe they gave it back and they were like, hey, that's you know, what I back us up and point guns at some people. You know, we'll we'll be cool. Um, but yeah, so it's funny to me that they're like going to these great efforts to set up this course and to try to drift through there. They've stolen several vehicles at this point, Mm -hmm. all this effort. And then uh, one of them is like, yeah, this isn't going to work. I mean, like the only way to do this is if we have, I don't know, invisible vehicles. And Dom is immediately like, I know I can get some invisible vehicles. And so they end up just stealing police cars. It's like, yeah, I feel like in the brainstorming (laughs) session, that would have come up. That should have come up. Yeah. Like, 
there was no point where no one, not even uh, Ludatello, was like, hey, mm. uh, I'm, I'm the smart one now, so maybe we just steal police cars and just drive in there yep. casually. You know? or, or Brian, no. a fucking former cop. <laughs> he, in the fourth movie, they hide the drugs in the car at the police impound because he's like, they'll never look here. I know that's because holy I'm a cop. Shit, that, is, <laughs> right? that is true. Yeah, yeah. Immediately before this movie takes place. Yeah, that's yeah. what they did. Holy shit. It's all good. Damn. I was hoping, though, you know, they got invisible cars. They have Wonder Woman there. I was hoping yeah. there's going to be a crossover event. She's going to happen to do that. But I love the, mm-hmm. the cop cars thing. And that leads into one of my uh, other notes. They have that cop car race on the streets. Fucking great. Yeah. I loved it. Why not? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> they uh, they bet a million dollars a piece uh, <laughs> for, for a quarter mile. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a good it's a fun race. Um, seeing like cop cars kind of you know racing through Brazil because uh, apparently in Brazil, you can do whatever you want. Uh, mm-hmm. Even the, when they, they lure, the, when they go back to that race, that underground race to, to bring the rock and all that group there or whatever. Um, I like that kind of stuff. Like you said, like, it's weird that they had masks on and they took them off. But I, I was like surprised when they did that. And they were like, we want Reyes to know who we are. I was like, that's an interesting twist to this movie that they're not really trying to stay hidden from it. And then also they were right. like, they needed to do something. And they're like, let's lure them here uh, to this race or whatever. And they have the, all the Brazilians, Brazil as he says, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, pull their guns on them, you know, but it's all yeah. to like put that tracker on their car and everything. But, uh, they had a lot of like cool inventive little twist to this. I was like, I don't know what's going to like, why they're doing this or whatever, but it yeah. was, it was kind of cool how, how it worked out at the end. So, right. It's like, wow, this is, this is really elaborate, like almost yeah. to like an annoying <laughs> amount of being just convoluted, but all right, whatever. <laughs> like it's never, it's never like, yep. You never really have to think about too much in this franchise, yeah. you know, like That's sometimes fine, the, the stuff is like overly thought of on on mm. one level. But then it's just like, I want to see cars smash. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, you get you, it. You both sides. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, I also don't know where this fit in there, but I had a note about it. But uh, there's a scene where Han, his his job is to go get the handprint from Reyes that they need for the vault. Yeah. And uh, Wonder Woman's like, I'll go with you. And that started, mm-hmm. uh, for one thing, I loved, I love Han, and I was so glad that mm-hmm. not only is he in this movie, like the fourth one, but he actually has a big role in this movie, which he didn't in the fourth one. So I was right. glad that he was around. But I also love their little, like, love interest thing. Like, he's, like, starting yeah, to that's... be with her and stuff, and I was like, I dig this, like, banter and stuff they've got going on. They seem like both cool characters. Yeah, that was uh, my note here is that uh, Han and Giselle are adorable together. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think they are they have a really good chemistry, and you mm-hmm. can kind of see them um, not, like, overtly flirting with each other, but yeah. kind of just a little bit, you know? And, yeah, when they go get the, the handprint, um, you know, like, there are different characters in this movie that have a specialty. Like I mentioned, Tyrese is the, uh, the one they, they kind of force to go drop off the, mm-hmm. the box with a RC car in it. And Ludacris is the, the tech genius now. Um, so it's kind of like, well, what does, what does Han do? Like I expected him to be like, like drifting sure. to play a, a major part in this. And it, it really doesn't, but he is one of the other um, drivers that, that mm-hmm. uh, plays a role later in the movie. But Giselle, um, you know, from the fourth movie, third in the canon, uh, she was, she was also a driver, but also kind of, um, 
like a go between between like the main boss and mm-hmm. and um, you know Dom and Brian. So I wasn't really sure what role she would play. And then when it came to the handprint thing, she was like, <laughs> she says something about um, it's uh, never let a man yeah. uh, do a job that uh, that's for a woman or, or something mm-hmm. to that effect. And at that point. <laughs> She drops her uh, her silk shawl that she's wearing and uh, or cover up, and uh, she's in a bikini mode as she walks up to Reyes and uh, to say they linger on <laughs> on her as she's walking away. Let's say yeah uh, is an understatement, but uh, look, it's a welcome understatement. <laughs> yeah, no, no matter what your uh, sexual proclivities are, mm-hmm. you gotta admit. Yeah, we've all won in the game of life <laughs> <laughs> from the, from that perspective. Right. So yep. uh, she, she goes up and uh, she's wearing like a, a small like bikini bottom for this to be like the the main plan. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, he has to put his uh, Reyes has to put his hand on a very uh, particular part of her her um, uh, bottoms to mm-hmm. uh, to really get the handprint to work. But it works. Uh, it, it works. Yeah. You know, so what a plan. It would have been funny if it kind of just, like, showed that he, like, grabbed her ass a little bit. And they're like, yeah, we're going to use this. And they get it to them. And it's actually, like, there's, like, a, a middle finger just, like, down the crack. Instead, like, <laughs> he really went for it, you know? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like wow. Uh, I thought he would just, like, touch her butt and not go yeah. bowling. Whoa, Holy God. shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, but this was the point whenever, because uh, we had talked about um, in the fourth movie how she's basically wanting to fuck Dom, like, the whole time. And he's mm-hmm. just like, like, no, whatever. And so Amanda and I watched them in a row. And, and I had, uh, in the fourth movie, I had, I had asked Amanda, I was like, so, like, I, Amanda, you know, and I, I'm married, obviously. She's not a lesbian. But uh, I was like, you, you'd fuck her, though, right? Like, like we all would. Because uh, mm-hmm. she's just fucking gorgeous. And it just seems so funny to me that, like, Dom wouldn't hit that, basically, whenever she wants to so badly. And Amanda mm-hmm. got so offended at me and was like, so you're telling me if I died and you were on a revenge quest... To, to like avenge my death you would just stop in the middle of that and have sex with her and i was like all right when you put it that way that sounds bad yes. yeah but <laughs> yes right like i and then it gets to this movie and amanda, like, she takes that sarong thing off and she's walking away in her bikini and amanda was like i mean come on some women <laughs> holy shit like she's gotta know she is just like a goddess and i was like yes that's what i'm saying how could you that's not? why she's wonder woman that's exactly like how could you not be like i gotta hit that that's crazy she is yeah. yeah she's phenomenal and not to not to take away anything she's actually a really good character in this movie too they actually had to open yeah. that up a little bit and she has like a good role in this whatever too but oof, that bikini scene works yeah, show. The, the earlier scene where all of the the uh, characters from the previous movies are coming into this one, the uh, Avengers assembling, if you will, mm, yeah. uh, where she shows up and then uh, Tyrese and Ludacris are walking up to her and, you know, uh, kind of catcalling her. She pulls out a gun and points it right at Tyrese. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. yeah. She's not fucking around. You know, he says like uh, something about like, the, I remember it's like a stupid line or whatever, but like, I like your legs. When do they open? Or whatever. Yes, yeah, that's right. And she's mm-hmm. like, she pulls that gun out right away, and I was like, oh fuck, she doesn't play around. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're Han, then it, you know it could happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Oh yeah, that's a good pairing and, too. I and it. I like that scene, um, you know, before before that where they're talking and kind of watching Reyes, where um, he is 
you know, from what he's observed, he's pinpointed her as being um, in the military previously. Mm -hmm. And then she has been noticing him and how he snacks a lot. Yeah. And she said, uh, I've I've got out of the army about the time you stop smoking. And that's why you eat a lot. You have to have something to do with your uh, your hands or your mouth all the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's uh... (laughs) (laughs) And in my head. I was I was like, oh, they got to have something like super dirty here. But they, they don't go for it. But, you know. I didn't even in my head canon. I didn't even it think about that real as, dirty. <laughs> as super dirty until you just said it. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She was yeah. she was fucking hitting on Han. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after they get the the print, um, they go back and luckily it works. Um, and that's when the family dinner happens. Yes. We're back to the family dinner. And I think it's in every movie from here on out. From, awesome. From what I recall. Um, but we see that Vince is uh, brought back into the fold, even though they be, or he betrayed them earlier in the movie and they had a confrontation. Yeah. Vin Diesel is like, you know what? With family. Your family. All right. Yep. <laughs> so, so he's back in good graces with everyone. Really bizarre, but all right. I, so I didn't know if I could trust Vince the entire movie, uh, kind of like the first yeah. one too, right? Like, and he, he tries to tell Dom that, like, he's like he comes to like take the chip from the car earlier on, and and he's like, I just want to give it back to the guy, so he stops chasing you, and that that is really the truth. Like he was like they're looking for this, that's all they want. I'll give it, and everything will stop. Is like what he was his goal was, and Vince tells mm-hmm. him like, why are you being so fucking shady? Then like, just tell me. And it won't yeah. be a big deal, but like I really couldn't tell this whole time. Like, was he setting them up in that first job? Was he a part of that or not? Like, why didn't he know? And it and it turns out he really was a good guy the whole time. He's on their side. But uh, yeah, I was like, why? Why is Vince or why is Dom trusting Vince? Like, this doesn't make any sense. But he's just like, of course you're part of the job. That was a great accent. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, your family or whatever. It's awesome. So I was like, yeah. I, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he trusts him. So they kind of threw me off the whole time. Vince, you were in the first movie. Of course, <laughs> don't make yourself a play. I am Groot. <laughs> this also, though, was another one of my uh, exclamation points. I was just like, barbecue! Very excited when that happened. <laughs> Super pumped. But I, I love those scenes, even though it's like um, like a weird thing they, they do every time. It's just always good to see the characters interact. Yeah. You know, it's like a, it's usually like them bonding, uh-huh. which is, is something I like to, to see, so... Uh, it, it, it does get weird later on where characters that you wouldn't think would be at the dinner show up at the dinner, mm-hmm. but you know, this franchise is this franchise. So yep. it is what it is there, <laughs> but it was, yeah. Welcome edition. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my notes kind of gets sparse here. I was trying to get more, I was just so into the, uh, the last like third of this movie, the third act of this movie that uh, I kind of just put notes to keep myself going. So I'm going to rely on you a little bit to, to keep us going here. Okay. Well, at the uh, the dinner or maybe just after that, um, that's when Hobbs has tracked them down. Mm. Earlier, they had a, a showdown with the uh, Brazilians where Hobbs tracked the, uh, the FNF crew to the, um, the street racing thing that we saw early in the movie. And uh, they're all just hanging out, and Hobbs says, you're all under arrest. And uh, Dom's like, Brian. He, he does this thing where he pronounces R's as W sometimes, <laughs> especially if it's in, like, Brian's name. He's like, hey, Brian, do you, do you feel under arrest? And Brian's like, no, I don't feel under arrest at all, not even a little bit. And then Hobbs is like, oh, that's okay. Just let it sink in. You'll feel it real soon. 
and uh just these like weird yeah <laughs> like uh, bits of dialogue but um whoever wrote it was uh, like control s nailed it <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the whole time that was going on ludicrous was uh putting tracers on all of their vehicles so when hobbs shows up at the the family dinner um he said it didn't take me any time to you know reverse that tracker and, and track you down i don't know that's exactly how it yeah. works but whatever yeah, sure uh so this is where uh we have dom and hobbs two of the beefiest oh, yeah. humans that have ever existed just full-on fist fight each other throughout a warehouse <laughs> it's almost like if you've ever seen family guy where he fights the chicken and it just like goes from like across the city they end up in an airplane and like fall oh, out nice. of the sky and all this shit it's almost like what happens in this warehouse there's all over the place yeah, through well, most walls. of the other characters are like doing other things yeah. you know playing parcheesi connect yeah. four um but uh yeah so hobbs ends up taking all of the characters uh and uh puts them in his vehicle they're all under arrest and they're driving through the streets of brazil when what happens an ambush oh. and uh that's where Hobbs loses most of his crew. Uh, really, of his crew, the only ones that are left are uh, himself and Elena. Mm. Yep, there you Is got it. Right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it really uh, fucking dies, man. Yeah, uh, Pretty real bad. Uh, including including Vince, uh, who yeah. is just bleeding at one point, and uh, then they just put a, uh, <laughs> a picnic <laughs> yeah. uh, spread over him. Yeah. <laughs> they start eating barbecue off of his body. It's real weird. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so the uh, the the F and F crew have to come in and, and rescue Hobbs, and uh, he joins them on their mission to infiltrate the police station and still raises money. Um, it's just a temporary truce until I've they kill that, Reyes. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Hobbs is motivated by Reyes's men killing mm-hmm. most of his crew. So uh, we've got some commonality yeah. between them. Um, so this is the. I'm going to say it. This is my favorite heist, <laughs> like cinematic heist of all time. It's amazing. Um, uh, <laughs> it, the first time I saw this, I could not believe what I was yeah. seeing. You know how like some people will be like, yeah, nothing like this has ever been on screen before. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm willing to, to say this. This is the first time I've ever seen anything like yeah. this where somebody has stolen a vault of this size and done what they've done with this. Mm-hmm. Um, like I recently watched or rewatched Ocean's Eleven and yeah. I love that movie as well. Mm-hmm. This movie is, I think it's fair to say, different. Yeah. Uh, Just just by a little bit. A little bit. Um, And this is something like the bonkers nature of this one is something I I wish the Ant-Man movies were able to do. okay. You know, they're they're more of heist movies, but also like straight up comedies as well. Um, I I wish this one or the Ant-Man movies had a little bit more of this. Like you've got people that can grow and shrink. Yeah. Uh, let's get like inventive with it. Yeah. Be a little but, absurd, uh, honestly. Yeah. You know, yeah. go with it. Um, and uh, so what they do is they infiltrate the police station. Uh, the rock uses his vehicle as a battering ram to break through there. They just easily drive through <laughs> yeah. the barriers, you know, like those cement pillars that are yes. up, like to block people from going in shatter. They, 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 they turn into pink mist. Yeah. They don't even have blood in them. They turn into pink mist <laughs> as he drives over them. And uh, that lets the, uh, uh, Brian and Dom drive in there right behind them. They hook their, their, um, cables connected from their cars to the vault Mm -hmm. to it and then drive off with the vault that's right they're driving a (laughs) multi-ton vault behind them through the streets of rio and this is something that i was 
shocked and surprised by, mm-hmm. but the bulk of this was done practically. What? Yes. Crazy. I watched a special feature on it last night oh, on man, the, uh, the iTunes version of it. And yeah, a lot of the stuff, like some of it was CGI, like a lot of the times the, the cables were CGI'd from the cars to the, the vault. Mm-hmm. But inside that vault, they've got, um, they sawed off the uh, bed of a, um, of a pickup truck hmm. and they have just like the, the cab um, in that vault and they've got some like huh. um, two way mirror set up so the person inside of it that's essentially driving this vault through the streets of Rio can um, see but yeah they yeah it's I was surprised at how much of it that's was cool. done practically yeah and then um, the part where they're like <laughs> <laughs> this is such a ridiculous thing to talk about but they're they're dra- dragging this this vault and they like have to take a sharp turn and the vault ends up tumbling uh-huh. and it rolls through a bank and yeah. destroys most of it. Yeah. Everyone in this, like all the civilians are fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah throughout yeah. this somehow. It's fine. Yeah. Surprisingly, no fatalities. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they should have been, but that, had that guy in all the time. Like <laughs> uh, newscast for every event. Surprisingly, no fatalities. <laughs> um, so whenever that, the, the vault is like tumbling through the bank, that was all practical as well. Crazy. I thought surely some of this is CGI, but no, that was that was all practically done. Well, that that kind of makes sense because um, CGI has gotten really good, and these movies are pretty good with a lot of the th- things that they do. But um, a lot of it felt really real, and I'd wondered during that scene. I didn't think a lot of it was practical necessarily. I just thought like, man, they did a really good job of like editing that and making it look yeah. real, and how they you know were dragging it across the city and everything. But that's really cool to hear because they did a really good job. Like it looks. Like, it, it's obviously an absurd concept. And the fact that, yeah. like, for one, like, not only does it go through a bank, but, like, at no point does it get caught on anything and just not go the cars, anywhere, right? The cars are never, like, yeah. tugged yeah, by exactly. the, the vault, yeah. like, just being stuck. It, it just keep going. Momentum. Yeah, just keep going. Even yeah. though, like, the, the weight of the vault <laughs> clearly would outclass yeah. the weight of both of those cars. And, like, that would be the... Um, <laughs> that would be like the pivot point, you know? Yeah. But no, not in this movie. Uh-uh. Like, Once something's in motion, it stays <laughs> in motion. And I don't know. I mean, that vault has got to be like multi-tons by itself. But they've already established that the cash inside alone was five tons. Because they talked about having <laughs> to move it and how hard it would be. And that was the uh-huh. whole plan was to like pass it through the car, like multiple cars, to get it out of there. So we know at, at least the cash inside is five tons. So that thing has got to be like... 10 tons 15 yeah like overall like that's ridiculous but fuck if it doesn't work man i just it's just fun it doesn't make any sense at all this is one of the things not with the trailer even i don't know what they had shown on it i'm kind of curious to go watch that now but um i had heard about this thing like people refer when they're like oh like what's fast five or what's like the next one what's six whatever people are always like oh what's the one with the 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 vault heist like what's one of the drive the vault through the city so i knew about that and i knew it was going to be absurd but I didn't know I was going to love it, you know, <laughs> and just fucking roll with it. It was great. Right. <laughs> yeah, super cool. Dude, yeah, it was. And uh, of course, the, the police are involved. Uh, the vault smashes several uh, police mm-hmm. cars and all kinds of vehicles around the city. Um, so even even though they're s- stealing one hundred million dollars worth of money, splitting it evenly amongst them, everyone ending up with eleven million apiece. You know, minus the uh, the money that uh, Brian won in yeah. the, the street race earlier, um, they're still all coming out, you know, really well mm-hmm. after this. Yeah. You know, the racers, the city of Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> on the other hand, there are 
multi millions of dollars in damages. <laughs> like it, it's an insane amount. That's like true. anything that can be destroyed that won't cause civilian casualties is destroyed in yeah. this. Like there's a it, it is funny though. Like at one point the um the vault as they're driving it uh, it hits a tree and just bounces off the tree, uh-huh. but otherwise, like, crashes through buildings, destroys, like, center medians in, in yeah. the middle of cities, um, numerous vehicles of varying sizes. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got, like, police SUVs. Nothing stops this thing. Bounces yeah. off a tree, but, you know, it, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. It's a, yeah. deep. A, what is that, oak? Huh. <laughs> yeah. Deeply rooted. Sure. <laughs> they walk up, they're like, oh, there's a scratch on it. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> we we have to uproot this. Yeah. <laughs> Send this to the toothpick factory. Yeah, um, for, yeah, uh, but yeah, this thing was uh, insane, and uh, and I loved it. Um, and then I also like their their plans keep changing. They, like you said, they they tried to do that, um, like the drifting thing. They had like the ten seconds to get between the cameras. That was all for naught because it didn't it wasn't going to work in the end anyway. They they break <laughs> in. They fucking just attach cars to this. They're driving it through, but I was like, they still have those cop cars, and like, where are the other people? And then they swoop in, and they get amongst the other cop cars, and it's fucking Han and Roman. And I was like, oh mm-hmm. fuck yes! Like that, that. There's a lot of like, I I went with this plot like wholeheartedly. I was like, there's some really cool inventive things about how they bring people in. They're amongst those cars, and so they just start like knocking cars, like cop cars, out of the way to like clear the the air for them or whatever. Uh, and it yeah. totally worked. I was down for that. Yep, yeah. and. Uh... <sighs> We at first don't think that Giselle and uh, Leo and Santos are part of this, mm-hmm. at least that we see, but it uh, plays out in the end. But um, they eventually drive the safe onto the bridge to, um, I'm not sure exactly where, where it is. I don't know if it's further yeah. into the city or, you know, whatever. But uh, that's where there's a big standoff. And uh, having seen this movie, and if you think back on it, it doesn't really make sense why yep. Vin Diesel decides to stay around other than... Like he maybe wants to help peel off some of the um, the cops that are giving pursuit, mm-hmm. but also he could have just left, like turned the vault sideways somehow and just yeah, blocked, blocked them in and, yeah. and, and, and left. But um, otherwise, he has a button to release uh, to release Brian's um, cable, and Brian is mm-hmm. uh, just driving off to uh, to go on and uh, with Mia. Dom, in the meantime, takes the 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 vault. Evidently, he can just pull it by himself. I don't even know why they needed two cars. Yeah, Seems well, <laughs> uh, overly complicated at that point, right? He uses that NOS. He has NOS in the car. But I was like, I don't know a ton about cars. But I'm like, I thought NOS is for speed. And this needs torque. This needs, like, power. <laughs> not, like, going fast to pull it. It needs, like, the, the initial inertia to get it yeah. through, you know? And it, apparently that works. Again, just go with sure. it. But yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, but there, there is some compensating for the uh, the weight of the vault, which we'll get into here in a minute. But mm-hmm. even still, that's a heavy ass vault. Yeah. Regardless, so oh, he, yeah, he, good point. He, yeah, he uses the uh, the the vault as a um, a wrecking ball of mm-hmm. sorts, right? And uh, he's he's Miley Cyrus is in my head now. I know, I know, I can't, I can't stop <laughs> thinking about it now. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, yeah, he's, he's destroying all these cop vehicles and uh, eventually uh, raises his vehicle, um, catches up with them, and uh, there's a, what is it, his, uh, I guess his car mm-hmm. eventually plows through Reyes' vehicle and uh, and kills Reyes. Somebody's vehicle does. I don't know. There's a lot of vehicle stuff yeah, he, going on. He, like, turns the thing and, like, it's it, like, rolls, the vault, like, rolls over and hits their car or something, something with his car. But, like, Reyes is still alive. 
because yeah. he crawls out or whatever. And then that's where it finally stops, right. though. Like, it's the vault is kind of sitting there. It's, like, crushed through the edge of the bridge, and it looks like it's going to fall almost. And it's kind of yeah. sitting there, and Dom gets out and everything. And that's where Hobbs shows yes. up. Yes, that's where when Hobbs shows up, and uh, <laughs> we see him, like, walk by Reyes, who's just, like, on the ground, <laughs> almost bleeding out, just crying out in pain. Hob pulls out his gun, just sh- double taps him right yeah. there, and just keeps on walking. Doesn't break a stride doesn't at look, all. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> it's also, I was like, oh, that's one of my notes. Oh, he just shoots him. Okay, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost like when Indiana Jones shoots that guy instead yes. of like the the, the, the whip guy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. He has the whip. Yeah. Yeah. The guy has the sword. He's like doing all these cool tricks and stuff, and it looks like, oh, mm-hmm. what's Indy gonna do? And he just pulls out that gun and shoots him, and walks away. He shoots him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so Hob, yeah, he uh, he um, shows up, and oh, Brian had shown up by this point as well. Um, somebody was going to, yeah. I think, shoot Dom, and Brian uh, reveals himself. Shoots those guys. Hobbs is there now, and uh, he says he's gonna take him in. But he says, uh, "I, I don't have it in me to let you go, but I figure you do owe yourselves a 24-hour head start." Mm-hmm. And uh, so Brian and Dom take off, and uh, uh, Hobbs tells him he has to. They have to leave the safe, and they're like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they like elbow each off. other. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I don't know. I guess we want it. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so Hobbs walks over. You know, his spidey sense was tingling. Yeah. And uh, he opens the the vault. Easy to do. Sure. Uh, just moves a lever and it opens right away. Sure. Handprint. Nah. It's opens been busted it through the city. I, I, yeah. You it's know, fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, still in its plastic on the inside. Yeah. And uh, it's totally empty. And Hobbs is like piecing it together in his brain, even though he didn't see most of the, <laughs> the, the race. Like, I guess yeah. he had like an idea of what was going on since he was there kind of helping them with the um, the extraction of the vault. Right. Mm-hmm. He was part of that plan overall. Uh, but he didn't see that they had switched out that vault for a um, for the the decoy vault, essentially. Yeah. So uh, when they were um, they got like a 10 second head start or lead time on the other vehicles when Roman and Han helped out. They used that time to sync up with a garbage truck where they uh, quickly loaded on the old vault that they stole and uh, uh, Leo and Santos hooked up the uh, the new decoy vault onto their cars as they drove by and uh, just one smooth operation yeah. there. Giselle was driving the garbage truck and uh, you know they, no one thought twice about it. They were just passing the uh, the garbage truck on the highway as they were, mm-hmm. were driving. And uh, so, yeah, all the FNF crew are multimillionaires now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much where the, the story ends. I uh, I like that scene because it shows them back in the warehouse, and they, uh, which I thought was funny. It, it looks like they're back in the same warehouse where Hobbs knows where they're at, right? Like, mm-hmm. so he yeah. gave them a head start, but he, he literally knows where they're at, and they have the money now. <laughs> so he could just, like, show up at any moment. But anyway, they open this vault. The handprint works. Luda's kind of like, I hope, and you know, and it, and it works. And all this cash pours out. And then uh, it was sad, though. Uh, they, they flash over to, uh, to Wonder Woman. And she's just like in a garbage man's outfit. And uh, I <laughs> thought that was, a, that, was, that was a poor ending for her. Uh, I didn't like seeing her that way, uh, her, her outfit that way. But uh, the rest of it, I mean, they're all multimillionaires. She can buy more clothes, I suppose. And yeah. uh, live out their beautiful lives. Absolutely. So, yeah, they're all 
rich now and we yeah. get to see that Tej has, has built his garage that he wanted to do and uh, Tyrese made fun of him earlier for was like oh so you want to be like you want to have a day job that's what you would do with your money mm-hmm. is just give yourself a, a career he's like man I, that's what I love to do so uh, Tyrese shows up in this um, fancy ass sports car there are only four in the world he uh, made a deal with a, a guy in um, uh, like somewhere in the, the Middle East for yeah. it he drives up with it and uh, Tej is like okay well we're um, we need to go let's go ahead and uh, I'll drive it's like what, what are you going to drive this this clunker that you're working on he's like no that and uh Turns out Ludacris has the exact same vehicle, yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas Tyrese had, like, one hot girl in his car. Ludacris had two, and uh, he's like, are you kidding me right now? Which is a, a, a famous uh, Tyrese line from mm. this franchise. All right, yeah, yeah cool. So, okay. uh, yeah. yeah, who else we got? Uh, there's, like, a bunch of different people we get to see, right? Yeah, so Leo and Santos, they go to a casino, and they yeah. bet <laughs> each of the, like, multi-million dollars on either red or black, and we don't see how that plays out. And then Han and Giselle, they're driving off somewhere. Giselle is sitting on Han's lap. Dangerous. And uh, he's like, hey, uh, let's let's uh, go see the world or whatever. And she's like, don't you want to go see Tokyo? And he's like, nah, we'll get around to it. Looks directly in the camera <laughs> and says the word wink yeah. and then uh, drives off into the distance. And then we have... Uh, uh, Dom and Elena, who are together now, even though Hobbs is looking for them. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, good point. <laughs> she knows exactly where they are. She's not saying anything, yeah. you know? Uh, and uh, she shows up uh, with, uh, uh, shows up to Brian and Mia's beach house, mm-hmm. and they're just living their uh, their best lives. She's got over a big there, old belly, you know? pregnant belly. She's got a big old belly. She had a big lunch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, they, they're eating all those uh, oh, yeah. Brazilian fish tacos. So, yeah. uh, you know, you're going to pack on the pounds there Absolutely. a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, so uh, yeah. Brian and uh, and Dom, they uh, want to have one final race. One final mm-hmm. race to see who is the uh, the better driver. Yeah, like, uh, it's a fun ending because they had had that race earlier. And then Han and, uh, and, and Roman were like, no, he let you win earlier that million dollar mm-hmm. a piece race. And uh, Brian's like, no, I want, I want the last chance. And they just kind of like glance over at their cars. And it's like, it's kind of perfect because it's like, you know, they have like their particular types of cars. Like Dom likes more like muscle cars and stuff. And Brian likes his, his other like Japanese import cars and everything. And, uh, they both have like really nice ones though. And it's like, oh, this is gonna be a cool, cool little race or whatever. Um, so yeah, yeah. it's a cool ending. I liked, I like this whole movie basically the way that that shapes up and everything. Mm-hmm. It's good. Now, mm. did you see the mid credit scene? Absolutely. Okay. So <laughs> speaking of bringing characters back, right? So, um, we've got Hobbs working late night at his desk at whatever government agency he works for, uh, uh, let's say, um, shield, let's say shield. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. Um, and, uh, he's working late night and, uh, a high heeled woman approaches his office with some important information, a file containing information that he might be interested in oh yeah and uh that, yeah turns out it is uh what is her name i forgot the actress's name uh oh her name uh fuck now i just forgot about it too i, I want to um, say eva longoria but that's not right no but it is a it's a yeah eva mendez okay yeah, yeah. Even Mendez, Monica yeah. Fuentes in the movie. Monica Fuentes. Fuentes. Yeah. So she shows up uh, from Fast and Furious 2. 
uh, or Too mm-hmm. Fast, Too Furious. Sorry, I mean the computer or listeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, second movie in the canon. Uh, to help clarify, <laughs> uh, she shows up and gives him a file, and he's like, "Does that have anything to do with Toretto?" And she goes, "No." And or, I think he asked directly, "Is it Toretto?" And she yeah, said, yeah. "No." And he says, well, "I'm not interested." And she said, "Oh, you will be. Keep looking." So he flips through some pages and lands on a picture of Letty. What? We thought she was dead. Yeah. Turns out, not in this franchise, Hi. baby. Uh, again, like superhero things, no one's ever really dead. Yep. Uh, exactly. I, so this is one of the things I, I had heard that she comes back in the series. So I was kind of waiting for it. I didn't know what movie she came back in, though. So, uh, And I didn't know it was going to be like a mid credit scene. That was kind of fun. So I kept waiting for her to yep. kind of show up in this one, actually. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that, man. I'm fucking pumped. Hell yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I think that's the main storyline for six, which Mm -hmm. I've only seen once and I liked it, but I don't remember most of it. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. um, recall exactly which characters come back or if all of them come back or exactly what the, the deal is there. But, uh, yeah, very much looking forward to rewatching that one. I, uh, so at the end of this one, uh, I fucking loved it. I had such a great time. Mm-hmm. I want to watch it all over again. Um, it has yes. everything you'd want from an action movie. Uh, it has like great action, but like great humor. Um, all the different characters they bring in and stuff are really fun and how they play their different roles, like you said uh, earlier. But uh, towards the end of this one, I was like, I, I honestly don't know how this could get any better. And I don't know that it does, right? Like, I think Fast Five, it's like almost like it might be the peak of it. I'm not sure. So part of me was like, man, I really, there's, there's almost part of me that'd be like, I just want to stop here and be like, this is the peak. It can't get any better. But mm-hmm. then I was like, you wouldn't take anything away if the rest of this franchise wasn't as good or whatever. It'd just be like fun, different ones. And this will always be right. maybe my favorite. So I'm kind of curious to see yeah. how the rest of them shape up. I'm, I'm excited to see the rest of them, but this one was almost so good that I'm like mm-hmm. less excited about the next one. Because I'm like, yeah. it can't be as good. I get that. Um, I don't know that it's like, I think this was like kind of the, the top level. So I, I'm still excited to see it. But uh, yeah, I, I, I just loved this one so much that I'm, I'm very happy and content with it already. So, yeah. Yeah. And like I've said before, this is the Fast and Furious movie I've seen the most. Like I'll cool. go back and watch this one just like separate yeah. from, you know, the, the other movies. Um, and uh, I, it definitely holds up for me. What awesome. do you think? Yeah, I imagine it will for me. Um, I, I, I'm definitely going to throw this into rotation from now on. So, Do you think it's fair that I call this the Avengers of the Fast and Furious franchise? Does yeah. that make sense? So years ago, um, when I worked at Alamo Draft House, someone had, I think it must have been six or seven was coming out. I don't know the dates for those. but uh, And I wasn't a big fan of the series. And there was a, a guy who worked there who ran the, uh, like the programming for the Houston Alamo Draft Houses. And so he was like a big cinephile, and, and I respected his opinion on movies and stuff. And he loved this franchise, and that really shocked me because I thought that it was just like a dumb action franchise. And he had told me at that point that like it's like a superhero franchise, and it's amazing. And I was like, I don't, I don't buy into that. And I heard that a few times, and uh, not specifically with this movie uh, that you know you call it like the Avengers. Uh, but now I'm I'm totally on board with that. Like whenever they first did the jumping off the bridge or like off the cliff thing. I, and Amanda was like, this is crazy. They would totally die. And I was like, no, this is when they become superheroes. And she was like, yeah, I know. And uh, <laughs> from then on, we both kind of bought into that. But uh, yeah. for sure, I mean, like, they don't they don't wear capes or costumes, but it's there, mm-hmm. man. It's totally there. And and I, I think even more to your point, when you were like, everybody, like, gets together 
in that scene, it's like the coming together of the Avengers, the, you know, the assembling. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is like totally that. I, I'm totally on board with that idea. It's awesome. Wonderful. So that was Fast Five. Yeah. Next one is Fast Six or Furious Six I or it, I don't know. Uh, I think it's Fast and Furious Six. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And then Furious right. Seven and then Fate of the mm-hmm. Furious. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly how you would number a sure. movie series. <laughs> Jump over all, all yeah. over the place. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah, very um, easy to so we'll, follow. We'll get to uh, to that one um, in, in the coming months, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. We've uh, got some other stuff that we'll probably get into because, you know, we're approaching summer movie season. Yeah. So things are going to be interjected kind of throughout. So uh, we may not be able to do it as um, uh, in sequence. Yeah. In sequence well for our no, shows yeah way. yeah yeah in a row but yeah we'll try to get to them soon because i can't wait that long i gotta see this shit right. <laughs> <laughs> did you have any other thoughts on uh, on the movies no i just loved it i'm very glad we're doing this series man it's a lot of fun hell yeah. yes wow what a twist I on know, this life right? it's been <laughs> I, I honestly did it. i i thought i would like some of them and it'd be like a cool discussion to be fun or whatever, but I thought it would, at most it would be like, yeah, they're fun, dumb action movies. I didn't expect to fucking love these movies. Like that and, really know, shocked I was, me. I was worried too, especially coming off of doing, um, two Marvel movies back to back with Ant-Man or the Wasp and then Captain Marvel, um, how you would react to fast five, mm. just because there's a, a bit of a tonal shift sure. in a way. Um, but I like that you did a double feature with yeah. uh, Fast and Furious and then Fast Five. I think that yeah, was probably helped, the best sure. way to to approach it. Yeah, And it was good because after watching Fast and Furious, I wanted to watch it again. And it was a nice kind mm-hmm. of refresher since I hadn't seen it before and like leading right into this one. So, yeah, I think that's a good point. And, uh, and since I didn't mm-hmm. love, like, I think if Captain Marvel had been, say, like the level in my head of like the Avengers or Infinity War... I would have been mm-hmm. like, that's a little bit of like, this would have maybe come down, but I, I would say I loved Fast Five like a lot more than Captain Marvel, personally. Um, so it was like a, a step up uh, in the end. And, and definitely Ant-Man oh, cool. and the Wasp, because it's, you know, they're okay, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, this was yeah. this was great. And I think it was, it was a good trajectory for it, so. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's, uh, let's call it there and uh, say, if you would, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app, exclamation point. Hey. It, if you have a show suggestion, question, comment, dog picture, what was the other uh, show selfie? We never add that we onto the script. Know. I just... <laughs> and it throws me off every time I try to say it. <laughs> Pop culture combat contender or something specific you want us to discuss, be sure to contact us. Exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Steven, if somebody would like to email us, where would they send that email? Uh, you would send that to let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. You can follow me on letterboxd and Twitter at Stephen Fisher 22. I don't ever say anything. And you can follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Brent Hibbard. <laughs> and I, I only dox you on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, I put out all of your personal information and, yeah. uh, it's weird that you retweet a lot of it, but Hey, you know yeah, what? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Famous fame, right? <laughs> That's what I say. Absolutely. Yeah. So next awesome. week, uh, we have an idea, but we don't want to say it yet just in case it doesn't work out. But uh, we'll kind of play Showgirls. Right I'm putting it out there. Showgirls. Here we go. <laughs> I would totally watch Showgirls on the, for this show. That movie was great. It's so fucking weird, man. Uh, yep. Yeah. So we'll see how uh, whatever works out. But uh, tune in anyway because you guys will be here and you guys love us. So. 
Yeah, set your recorders. Yep. Plug in your VHS tape. <laughs> I imagine like recorders you play. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the flute recorder? Hot cross buns. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the musical instrument anybody can play. Wait, what? The recorder? Yeah, I feel like everybody played that like in elementary school. Do you play the recorder? Uh, I had a kazoo when I was younger. That's the same. That was about as, yeah. <laughs> I had seconds you got. <laughs> yeah, it's as blowy as I got for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, till I got older. No, yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have nothing else. Uh, anything for you, Brent? Uh, no, no, I'm good. No, okay. we, we've talked for for quite a bit here. We so uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We yeah. appreciate it. And until next time, I'm Stephen. Yeah. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Exclamation yeah. 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 no point. No <laughs> 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 well said. Seriously, that's most of my notes. I just got really excited. It's like, yeah. oh, this person's here. This thing's happening. That's what I would do. I would like write down a character's name, and then I would like go back. It's like, wait, what do I want to say about this one? And I would like, like, yeah, just throw down a little note beside it or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun to see all these these characters show back up. It was uh, uh, like a homecoming of sorts. Mm-hmm. I did uh, I did no more notes. I just was very excited. I had to move on. I was like, the movie's playing. I gotta watch. Very exciting. <laughs> there's a heist. There's stuff. There's a yeah. vault in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's like the first time you've seen it. Yeah. You know, you definitely just want to get absorbed into it. Absolutely. It was great. People don't people don't understand mm-hmm. the sacrifices we make for the show. Absolutely. Especially when we go see these movies in theaters. Ugh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I can't take a notepad in there. Nope. I have to remember this. I have to like... I have to like sacrifice portions of my memory mm-hmm. to remember that for this show. Yeah. For this show. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I thought about getting one of those pins with a light on it that, uh, that some reviewers use, but um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm very uh, big into the sanctity of the theater experience and I don't want to fuck people up. So I can't do that and I can't see otherwise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you just have to remember it. That's tough. I had to come back and write notes after I saw Captain Marvel again. Cause I was like, what do I want to talk about? I'm going to forget. So mm-hmm. it's tough. Well, luckily you wrote them as you were driving home. Yeah. And uh, you just put them on your steering wheel and were writing yeah. as you were driving. I had my Pataguana next to me. I just set my book oh. across the steering wheel like a truck driver. <laughs> wrote stuff down. <laughs> yeah. You were feeding it chocolate, right? Hey, so, <laughs> yeah, feeding it chocolate. Uh, you know, we joked about that in that movie that he's like reading a magazine while he's driving. Yeah. And uh, the other day, a man and I were following uh, some some person in a car. And she was being all erratic, and uh, it was annoying me. And we drove. We she finally got in a turn lane, a left turn lane, and we passed her. And Amanda was like, "She's reading a fucking book," and she had a book across her steering wheel. Legit. Holy shit. Yeah, we saw that in Houston. That's the things we're dealing oh with here, Brent. Man. Yeah, ridiculous. I was like, "Well, look, you can't put it down. It's a good book." Look, when Bill O'Reilly puts out a new book, you're <laughs> gonna get a troll. Okay. <laughs> I have a whole shelf dedicated to him. It's called the Fuck You Shelf. Peel out on ass,
160 read on the dash. Pain on the wheel and my feet on the gas. Got everything on smash. Don, no more. Let's get it. Reek the Ville. Jado, what up? See the way we do it. See the way we cut up. Put your money where your mouth is. Okay. And I've got a sync word. Do you have a sync word? Never. Never. Okay. <laughs> That'll be the policy for the foreseeable future. <laughs> the sync word will be arm butter. Okay. In honor of the rocks greased up. Holy shit. Muscly. Yeah. Fucking superhuman arms. Yeah, absolutely. The sweatiest possible human that has ever existed <laughs> in this film. I didn't check the credits, but there definitely probably was like a sweat wrangler that like just followed him around. Yeah, if you stay all the way through the through the credits, there's like a whole. You know how like in a Marvel movie, there's like a whole string of names that take up almost the entire screen of like CGI artists mm-hmm. and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. There's like ones like Arm Butter Specialist, and it just <laughs> the it just mass. It just it scrolls <laughs> for like a solid eight seconds. It's just the entire screen. It's actually longer than the CGI artists. It's very interesting. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, and there's this one guy who is a. Uh, Listed as lead arm butter specialist slash stunt driver. So he was, yeah, he was very busy on the set of this movie. <laughs> that's fantastic, though. I mean, like, dual jobs. That's pretty cool on a film set. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and so, the best ones, obviously. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> right, so let's think with arm butter on three. One, two, three. Arm, arm butter. butter. Sexy. Uh, real quick, it sounds like Miles is getting sick yeah. in there, and Brandy needs my help. So uh, l- let me. Um, uh, do you want me to just call you back? I'm not sure. Okay, it might take a few minutes. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. okay, we'll uh, we'll just stop it here. Cool. All right, and then arm butter also yeah. on three. Cool. One, two, three. Arm, arm butter. butter. Excellent. Arm you butter. know, uh, Skype has been working out for us so well lately. We haven't had a. Like a bunch of sync words in a row that we used right. to have, <laughs> like the outtakes. <laughs> Special circumstance. Uh, sorry, uh, my my dog was uh, was sick. Uh, by the time I got out there, though, it uh, looks like he had already like thrown up whatever he needed to throw up, and um, I was expecting to walk around the corner and see him just like you know just being kind of mopey or laying down or whatever i open the door and he comes flying around the corner he's like hey dad what's going on let's fucking party so he's just like a yeah he was like a caffeinated toddler just running around awesome ended up being good but uh yeah you can rally man absolutely absolutely we've all been there check out that uh, justice league episode (laughs) (laughs) some some adult version of that but uh yeah awesome Toretto! You're under arrest. Arrest? I don't feel like I'm under arrest. How about you, Brian? No, not a bit. Not even a little bit. I'll just give it a minute. It'll sink in. You didn't kill those feds. Reyes. I don't give a shit. Just here to bring in two assholes whose names hit my desk. Yeah. That sounds like a real hero. That's funny. I'm a guy who took the oath of a cop and then went against everything it stood for. Or some wannabe tough guy prick who beat a man half to death with a socket wrench. Real tough. You turn around and put your hands behind your back. 
I don't think so. Your mistake is thinking you've got a goddamn choice, boy. Your mistake? Thinking you're in America. You're a long way from home. This is Brazil. Brazil.